We're rolling. Welcome back, everyone. Episode 122 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast, brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business on or offline, website design, Google ads, graphic design, printing, we can absolutely help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. Request a free review of your online presence today. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. We've got Bo behind the camera. Yo. And joining us today is, let's call him the move of the day guy, right? The guy that took the baton from uh, from Kurt Osiander. Uh, Kurt did the moves of the week, right? Yep. This is move of the day. We have black belt Yoshi Yamaguchi coming on. All right, so joining us. Actually, uh, this will be this his, his third, third visit, right? Don't forget to like, comment, share, and click that subscribe button. We'd really appreciate all the support. Thank you to everyone who's done that already. A few quick shout-outs. I am running through this quicker, guys, because uh, this is going to be a long one. Uh, thank you to our friends over at Flow and Roll. <laughs> Hands down, the best custom gi and no-gi gear in the business. Don't believe us. Visit them on Instagram, at flow underscore and underscore roll. Check out all their custom designs. Uh, they're working with academies throughout the country. And don't forget to ask them about their pre-order program. It is amazing. It'll help any gym owner get everything they need for their gym, their gis, their belts, their no-gi kits, very little money out of pocket, very little out of pocket. Upfront, and yeah. you are yeah, very a small upfront fee um, versus having to lay out all that money to keep all the inventory. We'll let him explain, or if you've listened to other episodes, you understand the deal. Get in, get everything you need for a fraction of the price. You still wind up paying for it from your pre-orders. So that's kind of how it works. So check them out at Flow enroll.com get 20% off with code JJD now that 20% off is if you're buying like a gi online or a belt or a t-shirt right um, that's orders. not for the <laughs> for your pre-orders okay but uh, flowenroll.com code JJD thank you to our friends over at neutral zone clean check them out at neutral zone clean on Instagram and Facebook uh, their website is neutralzoneclean.com and the mission is all about keeping you clean on the mats, training, personal life, you know, in the gym. You got soaps, wipes, you got the spray bottle there, the refills. They've got the new liquid body, body gels, I'm going to call it so, body gel. Uh, so you can check all that stuff out, keep the yuckies away. You know, I've got wipes in my car. I go get gas, I'm touching that handle. I shake somebody's hand here and there. I always get in the car. No Ew. disrespect. It's just in a world of uh, right. Ew. You know, gotta wipe them down. I use it. I wipe my uh, <laughs> my uh, my steering wheel. Right. Sometimes I get in the car and I haven't wiped. I wipe my steering Ew. wheel. I wipe all the things that I touch. So uh, so I actually use this stuff. So check them out at neutralzoneclean.com. Use code JJD to get twenty percent off. Uh, that's for the rest of the, the month of July. It's normally fifteen percent off. Code JJD will get you twenty percent off for the rest of July. All right. Uh, my new, let's call it favorites. I don't have a favorite. These are like all of our kids. I don't have a favorite, but I do love my Leo optics, right? Very cool. These are bamboo sunglasses, right? This is a wood frame. Very cool. I love them. They have a whole bunch of different designs. They have aviators. They've just launched a whole bunch of new. Actually, you know what? Let me Instantly, you're 007. You put them on, you're like, actually, if you go check out the website they redo the website cool but you can see all of the cool new glasses yep. see new releases back in stock i have these mm -hmm. and and the ones that i'm wearing now um got the jits player 
suavecitos. I think are these the suavecitos? <laughs> suavecito. I think these are these the suavecitos. I'm not suavecito. sure. I think these are the suavecitos. That's version two there that you see. Uh, some of the designs you can actually get. Oh, you see like oh you got it on screen here, right? You got the uh, see the little red. Mm -hmm. The yeah, it's like a belt stripe. The uh, the stripe on the from the black belt. Well, yep. you can get it with different stripes there to represent your nice. your belt rank on some of them, on not all of them. Nice. Okay, but uh, again, very cool. Look, I mean, a little different Ooh, here. Are, I like those a lot. Right, more They're like an aviator. Thing. Right, so yep, yep. really cool. Love working with them. Use code JJD for ten percent off of your order. Nice. Okay, and we've also got BioPro, our newest sponsor. Uh -huh. I, mean, I am on what is it day i took day 17 today looks i'm putting them back in just to see you don't have to put them back yeah, in the box yeah, yeah. The little vials yeah. right you got these little vials here i already took mine oh man i just messed up the whole box i took mine already today so i'm not going to take one on air but i'm up to day 17 i've talked to people about what i'm feeling <laughs> first uh <laughs> Well, it's funny because I'm gonna. I don't want to. I want to make sure I don't say it in a nasty way. Um, libido is through the roof. I was say just that. gonna say. Libido. Right? I was just gonna say, bro. I mean, like, I'm a walking boner. Yeah, third, third <laughs> leg. <laughs> I got a third leg going. <laughs> libido is through the roof. No bullshit. I know because I've been trying to like figure out what do I do at 50 years old. Libido through yep. the roof. I am honestly down. I normally drink probably three to four coffees a day. Mm -hmm. And right, we've talked about the nap thing too. Three or four coffees a day, and I'm always taking a nap. I've when I so they don't work. Taking the occasional <laughs> nap, so I'm still taking the occasional nap. Right. The brain fog, though, like you know, when you wake up in the morning and you yeah. still feel groggy. groggy yeah. I'm not feeling that if I do take a nap when I come out of that, I had to have another cup of coffee. I had to have a yep, coffee. Yep, me too. Just like when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, gotta have my coffee. Like, first thing I do is get a coffee. I still have my morning coffee, but I'm not feeling like that for the rest of the day. I have had like the second cup of coffee because I'm like, I'm supposed to have my coffee with like lunch. So like, I almost use it as like my sweet tooth thing to, you know, to, mm -hmm. to scratch that itch. I'm having that one, but like, I'm not feeling like I need it. Again, still early. I'm in my first month. But I'm feeling those effects. I don't feel that whole like, literally like, yeah. weight on the brain. I like guess people are calling blanket. it brain fog. Yes. yes, like a wet yeah. blanket on the brain. And I'm like, oh, the coffee takes it off. I'm not feeling that anymore. Yep. Which was one of the things that excited me the most about it. That what I heard from other people. Greg Lappin was one of them. Yeah. So I'm, uh, if it's not working, I'm not going to take it. You know, where's my camera? If it's not working, I am not going to take it. But if it, works. I feel like it's working. And look, fifty years old, libido through the roof. I'm freaking. I'm. I'm happy. <laughs> we'll leave it there. Get thirty dollars off with code JJD. Now, just I want to explain using code JJD, thirty dollars off for orders of two ninety five or more. Now, why are we throwing in that two ninety five or more? Their their kit um, would total. I believe it totals a little bit more than that. But they have done like hundred dollar off a two a kit. The uh, an, uh, uh, a two box kit, right? You get two of these, and a hundred dollars off of those two kits. So you're not also getting the thirty dollars off. So we've just kind of thrown that in there, right? So your order's got to be over over two ninety five of their regularly priced kits. Hope right. that makes sense, right? right? right. If it's not working, yeah. just look. Oh wow, there's already a hundred dollars off this. That's why the the uh, the code's not kicking in. But 
check it out. Hit me up. Let me know when you're taking your first your first shot, and tell me when you're taking that. You know, day 17, 18, like I just talked about. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback. All right. Thank you to the BJJ Box as well. Right. They are Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box. It's delivered to your door filled with premium Jiu-Jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and a whole lot more. They find the best products in the world of Jiu-Jitsu and guarantee every box is going to be worth more than the than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items that you're going to love, so use coupon code JJD10 for $10 off your first order. Okay, We don't have a new unbo- a unboxing or a box today, but I think we'll have one in the next episode, which is in a couple of weeks. All right, and uh, this is, I think, this is going to be officially like our last our episode last here, here yeah. unless we need it as a backup, but we'll be up in the Boca um, the Boca studio. We film on August 8th, so we should have that one out the following week. I think that's a Thursday. We'll have it out the following week, so second week of August will be our first one that everybody can see us in the, in the new facility, in the new studio, which I think is really cool. I'll probably do a couple of just like pictures just to tease it a little bit. Because uh, I did get some video and pics of, of the studio, so it's really cool. So uh, we'll leave it there. Let's uh, let's get Yoshi in here. Let's do this. What's Welcome, Yoshi. How you doing, brother? Dylan, man, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I think uh, we're glad to have you back. First of all, second of all, I think you are time. now. You are. Do we have a? We've had like one other guest. I think that's been on three times. I think who did we have? I think we had Warriors next on a, a couple of times. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Do we remember? Steve, Steve, Steve Williams. Uh, the police officer. Police officer. Steve, Steve's Steve on Williams. twice. Steve is on twice. We uh, had Freddie Trillo. Freddie Trillo has been on times. three times, I think. So, yeah. so you're up there. So we got to. So you're you're tied for you're tied for the lead. <laughs> yeah. You and so Freddie. Welcome though, brother. How's everything? How you been? Everything's great, bro. Everything's yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. You still uh, you got the moves, move of the day still going, which uh, which is nice to see, right? Very cool. Yeah, man. How's that been going? How has it changed your life, Yoshi? (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely one thing that's changed my life is like uh, I didn't realize the reach. Like I thought, you know, it was like a Bay Area, a little bit of California. No way, man. Dude, where are you going? I've been going. I've been uh, I've been traveling a lot, and I've been going to visit gyms. And I, you know, I walk in and just like, hey, how's it going? I'm Yoshi, and it's just like, bro, they know my name before I even like like start signing the waiver. It's like. Even in places like Mexico, I was just in. Um, it was my forty, my brother's fortieth birthday. Uh, his wife like planned a whole trip to Mexico, so we went to Cabo for the weekend. And uh, they have a, a couple jiu-jitsu schools down there, so I go down there, and then I walk in and it's like, "Hey, what's up?" And it's like, it's like the kids are like, "Oh, move of the day." They don't, they barely speak English. And they're just like, move of the day, and it's just man, it's it's pretty cool to this. Does this see the reach and have like community like uh, wherever I go, it's always good vibes. Yeah, man. I uh, shit. Why don't you put something on Instagram, bro? That's <laughs> worldwide, man. It's you're worldwide. Instagram now. You're famous. Yeah, you're a celebrity. Yeah, man. You know what's funny? Pretty like, weird, uh, huh? and, and I I don't walk into other gyms and people be like, oh my god, there's Milton. We're not that. That doesn't, that doesn't happen to to me. Uh, but what's up, Bo? All right, we're back. <laughs> we're back from being what technical difficulty. So I was saying you were talking about people recognizing you and and the reach and what's kind of cool like what I like to see is number like on the podcast I can see where people are downloading the sound from. Like I can go so I every time I open it like there's like a nice little map and it shows you like 
you know, three people from Indonesia, you know, and, you know, X from there, you know, mostly in like North America. So it's always kind of cool to see. It's just like, oh, how, how fucking badass is that? Right. Yeah. And then I, I would say for you, I wonder if you see this like just in your, uh, uh, like in the comments, like you'll see like just the way that something's written or I don't know what that like uh, those uh, kind of like the Muslim countries, the Arab. I don't know that. I don't know what that writing is called. But like when you uh-huh. see it like totally different, you can't even read it. You know, like <laughs> uh, do you get comments like that? Like, oh, I wonder what he's saying. You know, <laughs> do you, no, do you I get it? I haven't comments? gotten anything like uh, crazy characters, which is uh, which is funny. So like I started putting uh, hashtag uses like I, my hashtags and started putting. I just took what, what, how do you say jujitsu in like Korean characters, uh, Chinese, Japanese? Okay. Yeah. So I'd start implementing that. So I see like, uh, like you get some, like, like you said, like where it's, where you're getting views from, like, oh, this was seen here. And then you're like, uh, in your info. But for the most part, nah, no, everyone's commenting in English, which is helpful yeah. for me. <laughs> we were, uh, Bo and I were talking a little bit. Bo does this thing. I, I, I think it's going to blow up for him. He does this thing called Handy Wisdom. He actually like puts glasses on his. What's the, what's the, what's the Instagram? Say what's the Instagram, Bo? Uh, it's handy underscore wisdom. So he's got like his hand and it's got glasses and and he just he does kind of just like funny stuff and he comments and so he's he's kind of working on it. We were coming up. We were just like talking about ideas before. It, it's his thing. I was just like, oh, you should do this and you should do this. That's funny. I, I think that it's really something that will blow up for him. I think it's I think it's hilarious. And then as like I'm thinking about like the jujitsu side of things and how that could work into jujitsu with like, you know, a hand like wrist locks and, and just, you know, like him commenting on a hand commenting on a hand being hurt, like just where that the, the where that could go. But we were talking about you said you like you mostly like you're getting good comments. Um, I'm like these days I like I'm like the like I've taken Joe Rogan's approach like post and ghost. I'll comment. I'll like interact with comments. Not like where they're off the chart so that I couldn't, but it gets to be a little bit much. And then sometimes there's that negativity in there. Do you no, find that sure. at all? Or you, is it, I mean, I know yeah. it can't be all positive. There's no, got to be the one guy, like, that'll never work, you know, the shit like that. Yeah, definitely not all positive. And I've actually, I need to get better about this. I kind of did, did take a step back, uh, especially with like the messages and like uh, the comments. I did take a step back just to like clear my mind a little bit. It was becoming a little bit, a little too much. Yeah. But uh, one example is this: like, uh, I I've hurt my knee recently, and uh, I was still posting videos. And then uh, the guy was like, "Yeah, you should bend your knee more." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even respond. I'm like, I don't want to let the, like, I don't want to like be like, oh, I'm hurt, like anything like that." So it's just like, yeah. Let's take it. Let's take it on the chin. <laughs> this, this part That's not that bad. That that one's not that bad. <laughs> I put like uh, I've been posting uh, just because I think they're funny and I enjoy them. I, I I really do. I post what I think is funny, and then obviously it works. I like, so you're posting things that you like to do and your moves right, and then sometimes you have somebody else come on too. Uh, I'm I feel like if you do it for yourself, you do it to feed your whatever inner child, mm-hmm. inner jujitsu guy, whatever it is. That's when I, it'll resonate. If I like it, somebody else is gonna like. It. You're not gonna please everybody, but I've been mm-hmm. posting just like. Um, I found these uh, a couple of channels. Uh, one is called uh, "Kids Getting Hurt." <laughs> every time I say that handle, oh, every time I say that handle, everybody laughs. Doesn't Good, matter who it is, everybody funny, laughs. Man. I said that to a buddy, and I was just like, "Oh, check out this! Check out this channel!" And he saw the name, and he was just like, "Nope, not gonna do it." because yeah, he thought it was like gonna really be like like really bad shit. Mom, like it's Instagram. It's they're not gonna let it go too far. But they have uh, kids getting hurt. 
kids getting turnt, like turnt up. Uh, then they have. Then I found like Nature is Metal. Everybody probably sees the animal videos oh, from there. Dope. That one's awesome. And uh, and th- there's one called America's Got No Talent. They're just oh, funny God. videos. Most of the time, they wind up even with like Nature's Metal. It winds up with something getting eaten or somebody getting hurt, right? So I just started going. I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, oh my God, that's like a there's a jujitsu thing in there. There's you know there's a jujitsu <laughs> something in there. The other day I posted. Um, I posted an elephant fighting a rhino, and he winds up impaling the rhino with a with a horn. And I just reposted it like I made it like about a gym bully, like when the when the gym bully's got to take care of the visiting, you know, bully, yeah. the visiting, the drop in bully or something. I said, and what do I get? Like people like that's wrong, that's messed up, you know, like <laughs> people commenting and having conversations about why they were fighting and who's the aggressor and all that. And I just, I stayed out of that totally. Then the other day, I we also, I posted one, it was, a, a, there was a kid falling down, like it looked like basement stairs, a kid just like fell and rolled down the basement stairs, a little kid too. And it was on that page and it was on one of the kids getting hurt page and I just reposted it. And then it's just like, is that kid Okay. And then somebody's just like, I'm out, unfollow. <laughs> like, that's not oh, funny. God. But, like, I think that that's funny. Like, I totally don't. I didn't make the video. I'm not I'm the person in the video letting the kid fall down this. Like, a woman is on, like, an exercise bike in the basement, and then the kid just comes rolling down. So, like, he was the kid wasn't being watched, right? So, uh, so stuff like that, I, I don't get into it. But th- that's just, like, a new thing I've been doing, and maybe that stops. But I just thought they were funny, and, and people yeah. just, they... You know, you can just scroll by something and not comment. You're yeah. not going to like everything. And, you know, there's people that want to... I've done it too, like, you know, too far, too soon. But, like, kind of maybe even joking, like, I'll comment. But these people that are just, like, they take it so seriously and really want to get into it, almost like they know you. And I think that's part of it. Probably for you yeah. more than us, because you are the person on screen all of the time, mm-hmm. is people think they know you and then kind of want to have that conversation. Like, I watch your stuff all the time. Like, you don't know me? Like... Right, they they're thinking when they're when they're messaging you that they almost have that interaction. I don't know. Do yeah. you find that? Do you kind of find like, yeah, like yeah, people know bit, people think they know bit, you already? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It kind of breaks the ice for a lot of things. I feel yeah. like uh, I'm such a like a like a happy kind of go lucky kind of guy that it's like it kind of it's kind of nice sometimes to get that like oh it's all good we're good yeah. vibes. Um, how about the, like when you get how the, about in the face to face though? Like when the face to face are they just like immediately like. Again, it's like they know you. Does that make you feel weird? Because online is no. one thing. Face to face, it's just like, whoa. How do no, I know it's you? all good as long as like they just don't want to talk to me for an hour. Some of these guys just want to talk to me for like the whole time, and it's just like, yeah, I'm just trying to roll, dude. You like, let's just let's go. <laughs> but when you like with the comment thing, is like, was it like PETA like activist type things like? With the, the animals, or was it like um, were they really like upset? Well, again, it was you know like I'm just reposting. It was a nature's metal video. Um, I reposted. I cut a little bit off, and the, the part that I cut off was just like the rhino running away after it got impaled. Um, but it was just the same video, and then I put like the map, you know, like you know, in our world, right? There's always like there's always almost always a mat enforcer, like hey, look at that that guy that just dropped in visiting, is being <laughs> a dick. There's always somebody that gets the nod, you know, at least in my gyms where I've been. And um, yeah, it was. Uh, it wound up being a little bit more, and with that one in particular, it was like people trying to explain what was going on. Like one was like somebody like wrote this long thing about explaining that that the ele- even though the elephant impaled the rhino, I guess it's like if you really get into it, which I think is silly, but the rhino looks like it's attacking the elephant, 
But then somebody was just like, it was probably the rhino defending itself because male elephants will try to have sex with rhinos. I think male and female. <laughs> so that's the conversation that's happening in the comments. And like, then what some, the fuck? It, it even got into somebody was just like, oh, is that a male or female? And somebody's like, look between its legs. You don't see the dick hanging down. Like it got into that. Like people are just going back and forth. Again, I think it's funny. Sounds like Miami Beach. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's funny. Um, I think. If it was more personal, if it was like me in the video and then somebody was commenting, I don't care who you are, you're going to take a little bit. That's why, like, again, Rogan is like post and ghost because he knows if you get into it, you it's it's a rabbit hole and mm-hmm. it winds up weighing on you. Like, he's a, you know, I don't know if you watch Rogan at all, but like when I love to watch, yeah. the, I watch Rogan and I always like watching the comedians um, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, MMA guys or the comedians is usually what I watch. I'll, I'll search mm-hmm. those out. And he'll always like recommend to like a guy who's like getting into the comments with people. But then some of the comedians, that's their thing. It's to totally rip somebody down. You just have to have a real, you have to have a really strong mind to not let it get to you. Cause even not when they're sure. not personal attacks, I'm like, motherfucker, why do you have to comment? Why do you have to comment about the damn elephant? <laughs> right? And you want to say something. And then I always catch myself like post and goes, post and goes, don't do it. Yeah. You know? So I always, I'll, I'll really like respond to the positive. I love the show or that was great or hey where's Miguel when's he coming back like stuff like that I'll always respond to those the yeah where the I, fuck is Miguel Miguel this is my third time yeah, it, oh <laughs> has he not I still haven't has he not been guy. here for any of your, no. your podcast oh shit um, so Miguel super good friend of mine now, I, I've, I've said this on a couple of podcasts we're super good friends he got like this really big deal like a client at his job um, I won't go into what he does but he's like involved with like like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like installing basically like city water systems. Like, he lays pipe. Yeah, he, he lays pipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's an easy way to say it. Fucking he, pipe layer. He lays pipe. Um, so he got this really big account that he like landed himself. It's not his job to land accounts, but he landed the account. And I guess he also has to run it. So we're in Miami and he would have to go up throughout the week to a place called Melbourne, which is pretty much like close to my, like Orlando. It's like uh, on the, closer to the water than Orlando but like half hour away. So for him, he's already going from Davie, Florida up to Melbourne to come all the way back to Miami. That's a three hour drive from where he is to then come home, but then drive past where he lives to drive another 45 minutes to an hour to get here. It's just, it's not, it's not doable. You know, he's a, he's a dad. He's got two kids. He does jujitsu. They do jujitsu. So it's just, it's a little too much for him right now. Um, hope I'm hoping that part of moving to Boca, now we're on the way. Now he can like, now we could figure out, you know, on certain days. Now we were always filming on Thursday for Miguel because of Miguel. I worked during the day. That was like, I can set aside. I got, I talked to my wife on Thursdays. I won't go train. I will come to the podcast. That's my thing. He mm-hmm. always on, on the show. He goes, Thursdays are fucked. And he just meant I'm working and then coming to the podcast. Thursday's gone. I'm not doing anything else. So, uh, so yeah, I'm hoping that moving to Boca, I haven't really even talked to him about it specifically. I've showed him the, the studio and I've sent him some videos of, of, of the studio, but I haven't said like, Hey, you're coming back, but I'm going to, I have a feeling that it'll, it'll, Hey, yeah, gonna I'm driving, out, I'm, dri- I'm, Hey, you do, I, you know, it's on the schedule. I see the schedule. I'm going to pop in and there's plenty of, it's a, it's a, like a desk with like a four mic setup now. So mm-hmm. we definitely have people in. So, 
so yeah, ha- you haven't met him. We didn't do anyone with him yet. Mm-mm. Oh, so yeah. Nah, that's all good though. Hilarious. The bag, in the pipe. <laughs> yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah, man. I- I'm super happy for him. I don't know if he winds up. I don't know if there's like a commission or or what if he makes more. But he's uh, yeah, he's got to like manage that. So it's just like the travel time is just like I can't then do this too. Yeah. And he gets paid yeah. here in uh in fucking swag. He gets paid in sponsor gear. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> So it's not like he's made, you know, like he was getting like some big salary here. So I really appreciate him and and all the people that have, I mean, we're four years in and I've had people come and go and it's always been like, you know, uh, I moved or, you know, work or whatever. Um, You know, me and Bo, you know, are the, are the mainstays. You know, I, I started it. I had the idea and then I just brought in training partners like, Hey, you guys want to come and talk about jujitsu? So uh, I think getting it back to up in Boca is very much closer to the people that we know as well. So like, mm-hmm. or, you know, me that I know in the jujitsu world that I see the most of. So it's going to be a little bit easier for me to now get people in, you know, coming to Miami. I don't know people down here. And yeah. when my, when my gym left the fight sports affiliation with all the craziness that was happening, like we no longer like had a foot in the door, wanted a foot in the door with all the shit that was happening. It was kind of like, mm-hmm. Hey, listen, I, I know it's not everybody's fault, but it was just like weird to speak out about it and then invite somebody on from, I have, there's no love. Yeah. I, I don't hate anybody because they're in fight sports, but it was kind of a little bit, we're coming out and speaking up against the, you know, kind of the sexual assault and mm-hmm. all the stuff that was going on to then have somebody, Hey, Tell me about your jujitsu and your, you know, how did you? Find <laughs> it? I, I just, it, it, it was, it would be wrong. Yeah, I, I don't have right. like a rule, like nobody from fight sports, but we moved down to Miami to be closer. We had Va- we had Wagner on like the week before all this shit hit the fan, like maybe two weeks before, and then we put it out the next week, and then a week later, the, the you know the fight sports world blew, blew up. Again, I don't hate anybody. It's just facts. These things happened, and if somebody wants to come on and talk about it, you know that was involved. Happy to have them on. But to just have people on from especially HQ down here and act like nothing happened or to not yeah. bring it up, just not in my DNA to not, no, we, listen, no, we got to sure. talk about it, right? So yeah, that's, that's kind of sure. like the whole history of like us coming down. But we didn't move down just for that, but was like, I got in this empty apartment. We could do it here for free. And then it was yeah. just like, oh, wow, we'd be so close to Miami and all the fights, you know, all that craziness. So. Um, that's yeah, what so happened and that kind of went away. Eventually I will be transitioned completely into a hand Are you transitioning? Pu- into a hand puppet. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I'm tra- so progressive, so progressive. Yeah, yes, yeah. I'm trans puppet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So- <laughs> did you look did you look that up, Yoshi? Did you did you look No, I wrote it down. I'm gonna check it out oh, later. Okay, yeah. But there yeah. is there is like that was like a few years ago. There was this video of this dude who did like a whole like kung fu skit with like the fighting comes. I just posted. Finger. I just oh, reposted just that posted the other day. That, yeah. I just posted yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That video is a classic, man. That shit was so good. Yeah, he's just. It's like the master against like the student returns yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, one, I just one's posted in a black that. outfit. One's in a white I, outfit. I, yeah, I had. You know what? I don't think that I had seen that. But if I saw it before, I just you know I I don't remember. But I saw it the other day. I'm like, this is amazing. I'm like, look at yeah, the way he's moving so the good. hands. Like he's. It was so perfect, right? <laughs> and like the one. The one hand's got like the. The bandana on, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's great. Hey, uh, Yoshi, your camera went blurry. Oh. Hey, yeah, there you go. Wonk. Nope. Yeah, still a little bit blurry. Nope. Probably a wire. It's Give a it a little shaky shake. Humidity. There you go, right? <laughs> there it is. Yeah, you're yep. good. Yeah. I think I remember that. I think that kind of happened last time. Yeah. Yeah, I need, uh, to, I need to get a new camera. I got a piece of shit Logitech yeah. webcam. 
Oh, so do we. I looked mine up. From, I typed in piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, camera. <laughs> web camera. I ex- I've, I've been waiting for Bo to send me an Amazon link to a better camera for about since the entire time I've been here no, for I like have. the two years. And we uh, either he said he didn't send it or I just missed it or forgot. And I we just stuck with the same logic. I think Logitech I put it in the, in the list, yeah. in the uh, wish list. Yeah, yeah. well, now I don't think we need it now. List. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's again going, you know, that's a big part of why we're moving up there to kind of get back in the mix. The driving's a little bit killer for, for all of us. Uh, but so we'll make Bo drive for a little bit. <laughs> Bo yeah. drove the first two years. I drove, he drove an hour up. Now I drove down for the second two years. And, um, I think actually we were talking about it. Bo will probably just do like the post production cause they have a production staff there. So they'll do that and then we'll get it to Bo and he'll do the, I'm just going like, to get one of those jet packs, the jet pack things. Yeah. And just. At least, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so Bo's still here, and yeah, it's it'll be cool, and, and hopefully you'll get to meet me. Like, bro, man, if you ever, man, advertise some uh, some uh, seminars. Uh, seminars. Coming to, come to Florida. <laughs> yeah. You know, do some seminars down here, man, and we'll get something to. on the schedule. That would be awesome to have you here. And uh, uh, I'm actually, I'm moving to, and I'm moving to, we're flipping our house, and we're going, I'm Go into a three bedroom, and I'm gonna have mats. F- you know, f- hey, I could work out in the house, but I go to my gym six, seven days a week now. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna have it so that I can film content there. So it's gonna look, you oh, know, gonna make it look like a room, and then have like I'm gonna film content there. So, so uh, we're gonna do that as a little bit of that as well. But I, you know, our stuff is is gonna be very much tongue in cheek. Miss your morning routine, bar pro. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at TheBJJBox. The Jiu-Jitsu Dummies would like to congratulate Neutral Zone Clean on the release of their newest product, a healthy and pH-balanced bar soap that's perfect for anyone looking to take care of their skin. This soap is made with all natural ingredients that help nourish and restore your skin's natural barrier. It contains glycerin, which naturally attracts moisture to itself in the skin, leaving it feeling soft and hydrated. The new bar soap also contains a blend of olive, coconut, and castor oils, and shea butter, which are rich in vitamins, nutrients, essential fatty acids, and antioxidants that help fight harmful bacteria. With tea tree and other natural ingredients, it also helps in the prevention of fungal infections. Not only is it effective, but it also leaves your skin feeling fresh and lightly scented. It's gentle enough for even the most sensitive skin, making it a perfect choice for the whole family. Be sure to check out their website, NeutralZoneClean.com, for a range of all-natural products, including sprays, wipes, and shower gels, and use code JJD for 15% off your order. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow & Roll for all their support.
Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. I you know, kind of play off the dummies and just like yeah. like funny stuff, weird stuff. Semi satirical, yeah. Dickhead style. I like dickhead moves. We did a couple of like dickhead moves here and there that that we put out, <laughs> just like little stupid things that we do, and uh, and we'll just kind of see where that goes. So I'm not looking to do like move of the like moves. I don't. I'm not. Uh, I don't feel like I'm that good of a teacher. I haven't like. I think you have to have it. In, you 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 teach you teach classes. Uh, every once in a while, have so I'm like in, the. Uh, there's this there's an academy like right outside of San Francisco called the Cave Academy, and uh, when the main guy main guy works for the SF Water Waterworks, so like he like yeah. you know like does all lays the pipe. construction for the yeah yeah he lays <laughs> pipe for the city. Him and the guy get along really well. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He'd be laying nice. pipe for the city, so like sometimes he has to call in at night or like he has a big job to do or like a water main broke in the fucking downtown, he has to go fix it. Yeah. So uh, I'm like his substitute. Yeah. Um, but I don't I don't have like uh, like eight o'clock. That's that's Yoshi's class. I'm just yeah. kind of like a. Uh, Fill in the space in, guy, yeah. which I kind of like because it doesn't uh, lock me into anything. I, th- I think, like, you have to be, in order to do what you do and, you know, what other people do, you've got to have an instructor. You, you've got to just be doing it all the time, and then you can, then you do it, and you you film it. Okay, you know, you, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I've, uh, you know, I'm a brown belt. I, I haven't coached since blue, since my very first school, up until, like, I was a two-stripe blue belt, but I was helping out. I was, But it was, like, kids, class, and beginners, so everybody was behind me. I wasn't training, like, you know, higher belts. And uh, I, I loved it. I love that. I still, to this day, I, I know, broken record to our listeners, but I love grabbing the new guy, especially if it's, like, bigger. They're always, like, go to Milton, you know? So they're doing yeah. a move of the day, but, what you know, when it's, like, okay, ready? Let's, you know, let's do that move. One, two, three. I go and I'll be like, okay, listen, we're working on this. We're not doing that. We're going to, okay, bases, get in my guard. I get in your guard. Let's do some passing. I love doing that. But like, you know, that's super basic. So like the, you know, the more advanced stuff that I know how to do, I am mm-hmm. not proficient in like breaking that down and showing somebody. Plus yeah. to just really for us, you dummies, like, come on, just, you got to be a little <laughs> silly about it. You know, it was this was always what it was meant to be like, hey, I'm the dummy. We're the dummies. We're learning. Let's be funny about it. Let's yeah, just be man. like big kids, you know, let the inner child out. I got a so. question for Yoshi. Sure. This is a good time to ask. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yoshi, where have you thought about, uh, let's call it your exit strategy when you're like 65? Exit strategy. What do you, what do you see yourself at or so, doing? So let me, let me, I, I know where that. he's going. <laughs> so let's, let, let me preface that because I'm going to ask a question that's going to, I think, lead you to that. So one of the questions, like, what has changed? Like, you know, is this turning more and more into a business? Are you talking to sponsors? So if there's an exit strategy, tell us about what you're doing now. And has it become more of a business for you? Or is it still more of just like, it's just fucking just fun? Just a hobby. It's still yeah. just a hobby. Uh, I've gotten a few sponsors. I think, uh, you know, I'm on the Show Your Roll team, which is great. I love those guys. Those guys. What, like, what does that mean to be on the Show, show Your Roll team? 
Uh, pretty much just like I guess swag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> like gonna say like, like, are you guys going out to compete, or am I gonna see you at you nah, know quintet? I mean, they, you know, <laughs> I would love to compete. My knee is not in the best situation right now. I'm actually yeah. getting an MRI in, uh, later in August. Okay. Um, I would really love to compete. My goal is to like figure out what's wrong with my knee, and then I want to train a bunch of local tournaments, and then I want to do the Asian Open next year. Okay. Um, in Tokyo. That's like to go to Japan. And like bring that yeah. samurai spirit, like that's 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 like that's like that's a big goal of mine. So yeah. like hopefully I can fix this whatever's going wrong with my knee. Okay. Um, I think you know twenty years of judo is not the best on the knees, mm. and uh, it's not so the best on like... anything on anybody. Part, right? <laughs> so um, yeah, my goal is to really just get out there and do some some local tournaments and then compete in there. Um, I go and show your role. Would they they would like you know love for me to compete and do that but that's not anything like oh you need to do this you need to do that yeah i'm just a content creator for them pretty much in their yeah. eyes i'm not I'm not on the competition like circuit um and then recently uh we share the same one leo optics just reached out okay so uh, i'm with them too um and i really i haven't really marketed myself uh, enough but i do want to start doing seminars and things like that but it, it still is just a hobby yeah it's, it still feels like a hobby it doesn't feel like uh like a business or like it doesn't feel like work um it still is feels it like a hobby on, on purpose or do you feel like yeah i need to i i could like i know you are you going to school still yeah yeah when do so, you so i mean i'm graduate? just so busy man um i'm i'm going to school i'm a full-time grad student i'm in a doctoral program so i'm like a lot of my my mind's focused on that okay uh I'm, I'm in a full-time job too. Uh, I work for the University of San Francisco um, as an executive assistant. Um, I'm, I might be going up for promotion soon, so I'm like work's kind of busy right now too. Yeah. So I got so many moving parts. Okay. Um, hanging out with like friends, hanging out with girls, hanging out at the raves. Like I'm yeah. trying, still I trying to you. keep fun in life. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard to keep fun in life when you have uh, you know like full-time training, full-time work, full-time school. So. No, okay. Trying to, try to do, trying to do everything. Full time party. <laughs> yeah. Full time party. Yeah, man. If there's, <laughs> look, if, I mean, if there's ever a time, you know, uh, the business side of this, I we've, I could be helpful with with some some suggestions. Show you oh, like what we send that, out, man. like we, yeah. you know, the kit that we have, like a two page kit that we send. It was a one page, right now it's a two page. You know, like it's grown. <laughs> you know, shows a little background, shows our packages. You know, I always say though, but. If you Share your package. Make an offer, you know, like, well, not make an offer, like, if, but I'm open to suggestions. What do you want us to put together? And us doing, like, more content is part of that, is, like, yeah. it opens up. This is a business for us. This is part of my Black Belt Digital Marketing Company business now. Uh -huh. uh, clients have become sponsors. Sponsors have become clients. So it's uh, totally unintended, unexpected. Happy that it did. So it is a business. So it's just, you know, like, we just brought on BioPro, Leo Optics uh, a couple months ago. So it's, um, you know, yeah, it is, it's, this is the work. This is my yeah. version of, you know, what you're doing. I'm not going to school. I'm not in the doctoral <laughs> program. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if, I mean, if there was ever a time you just wanted to like, like use a cheat sheet and be like, hey, how did you do this? Or what did you do here? Or can I see the kid? Can you, you know, yeah, happy sure. to share, man. And, and, you know, that, you know, beyond, I was going to ask you like, oh, so you're, are you monetizing anything online? If you're not like. For me, we monetize it with sponsorships. I mean, I just, mm -hmm. the nightmare, not even nightmares, but just hearing content creators being like, I don't really make anything from, like Instagram shut down what they were doing. We made a little yeah, bit of money sucks, from that, man. you know. That um, was lunch money. <laughs> but, it, you know, look, pennies make dollars, right? If, you know, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. Um, I just realized, like, we were already doing the sponsorships. We were just doing the sponsorships because that was, 
We were doing giveaways in the beginning. Don't give us any money. We just want products. Send it directly to the user. Now they're a customer of yours. But like, send us questions and we send you something. Or let's do a giveaway. That was all. That's the way we got people working with us. And they were like, this is cool. What else? You know, then after the first year, which wound up being like COVID after the first year, I was like, I'm going to go get sponsors. And then COVID. And I'm like, nobody was like, we don't even know if we're going to be around Everybody was, yeah. you know, like, well, Everybody we don't so know shaky. if gyms are closing and we can't sell geese, we can't sell product. How am I going to sponsor something? We got lucky. We actually did have a few people that said yes. And then it just kind of took off. And those were people that were working with us already on, on like the, on the giveaways and stuff. So it was a good way. Start with this, like, we'll give you the free promo. I don't, don't even send me, I'm not even looking for you to send me anything. Don't even send me what the winner gets. I don't want you to think I'm going to, Hey, yeah, but Bob in uh, Nebraska won and I take it. No, 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 send it to them. Now they're in your funnel and they're a customer of yours and, and that's how we built it. But yeah, you know, it's been, it's been cool. You know, it's, yeah, uh, just, so it just goes organically like that. You know, just take care of your people and then they see yeah. like, Oh, what you're doing is super cool. Like, yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. And then it, you know, now it turned into something. And, and honestly, like I've, I've joked again, I, I said this on the last podcast, so I apologize to anybody who's like, this is the same podcast. Uh, like I've said, like we, we, we're very, we <laughs> knock on wood. I love when a sponsor reach out. I don't search for sponsors anymore. We have, including Black Belt, like we have like seven sponsors. So it's like, you know, there's limited space. I'm like, we're becoming like the NASCAR of podcasts here. There's so much. Uh, the new, the new studio will also let me break that down a little bit better and like where we put stuff. So it's just not like all in their face, but mm-hmm. but still represented. NASCAR but, is calling. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey, NASCAR, we want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so look, good problem to have. Yeah, But it was sure. all really, it's uh, like every sponsor has probably talked to every other sponsor or at least some of the other sponsors. Like Flow and Roll is going to have rash guards in the quarterly box for the BJJ, for the BJJ box, right? Neutral Zone has spoken to BJJ Box about their CBD and their clean products, right? Like, so, like, we're putting every, like, always yeah, connecting people. Cool. I think Leo Optics talked to Flow and Roll about doing shirts. Like, everyone's talking to everyone, which is kind of the, like, part of my pitch when I'm talking to somebody. I'm like, this is more than just we're going to mention you on the podcast. We do giveaways online. We do this. We do that. And please talk to the other, like, see where the synergy is. Hey, you guys also do something if, you know, hey, the web, right? If that web around the podcast and for you guys works out better, you know, Uh they say, hey, I got a guy that we sponsor that we think would be great for the podcast. Send him over, man. Let's talk to him. It's not a a way to get on the, for them to get somebody on the podcast. So you got to sponsor us. But it happens like, hey, that guy's awesome. He's got a great message and he happens to be sponsored by you. Well, why not? Like, so that's kind of fit in. So, um, I mean, so that's just the way so we made part, it happen. Part two of that question: Where does where do you oh. see yourself? So the exit strategy. 65? Let's go. Yeah, no, let's no. go back to like that. Where question. do you see yourself when you're like 60, 65? Where do you where do you see your life going there? Or have he's, you? Uh, he's smiling like fun, funny answer loading. He's like, <laughs> funny yeah, he's answer like buffering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, man, hopefully my fucking knees still work and I'm like I can walk. Nah, but I'm gonna keep training. It's just have fun, keep training. There's this guy. There's this guy in my academy. We call him Old Man Mike. He's got to be seventy. Two, if you said 50, I would have killed you. <laughs> and, nah, old, super old, yeah, yeah, old yeah. as dirt. He's like, like he's 50. fucking old as nah. He's 73, dude. He'll go to the biggest guy in the room, biggest youngest guy. And he's like, let's let's go. He's just let's bang. And that's like that's where I want to be. When I'm that age, yeah. he rides a bike, 
He rides a bike, parks right in front of the academy. I think he has a little BMW bike. <laughs> yeah. he, is, he just parks right in front, hops in, and dude, he's been old man Mike since I was a white belt. So like he's, yeah. been, he's been grinding for a minute, but like he's always there. He's always uh, he's never scared of a fight, and he's always he's always still training. He's man, he's I pretty crazy. What is? I'll go back to this question. What is it about jujitsu? Somebody that's listening. That is that doesn't do jujitsu, or they're in the white, they're in the car, and the wife doesn't train, and the husband's trying to get. What is it about this that makes you fall in love? That we're willing to do this to our bodies, little. <laughs> that's the secret of jujitsu. You will everything will hurt. Uh, what what is it about that? What is what is it that it, that makes us so addicted? Right, that yeah, gets think, us so addicted. I think there's like multiple facets of it. It's like one, it's human chess. So it's like problem solving with our body. That's yeah. like one level, one layer of it. Two, it's almost like tribalism. It's like a small group of people from different ways of life come together to accomplish a similar goal. And it's just like when people come together to accomplish a similar goal, it just like ma- magic happens. And it's yeah. like, yeah, guys and girls, but like jujitsu is mainly like, you know, there's more, usually more guys and girls in the academy. And it's something about just like, being with the boys and just like, you know, trying to like fuck each other up. It's yeah. like there's something something to that. And it's like even when you're in bad situations, it's like uh I've been watching I've been watching a lot of World War One and World War Two like documentaries and movies. And it's like, yo, they're in the trenches, they're like going through shit. But a lot of them are smiling sometimes, like in the footage and like you're like, damn, it's cause they like they really came together to accomplish something to like a common goal. Yeah. Like no one these guys didn't know each other yesterday and they're just like shoulder to shoulder in the trenches. And I think there's something really to that where it's like you come together and you're just like, man, this is pretty badass what we're doing. So I'm going to take that. I'm going to, I'm going to mention something I saw this morning. I watched, uh, it's like a story. Like I've like been watching the news on like some CBS app that's on like Samsung TV that just like comes <clears> automatically. So I'm like, I throw that on, have a cup of coffee in the morning. And they did a, they did a story about, uh, these, el- do I call them elderly? Older women, like 60s, 70s, 80s. I think the oldest player they had was in the 90s, in in her 90s. And it was, uh, they play basketball. They're these old women. And like, I think they're like all wearing like these long black skirts. Uh, one of the rules is no running. So they're, so they're playing basketball, walking. Right? They don't want to hurt each other, right? But no, they no have running. this playoff. It was like, I think they were at like the finals or something for the league. And it's these women, these older women that are playing basketball. And it, these were not women who played basketball their whole lives. But the mm-hmm. one common thing, when they interviewed some of the women, the one common uh, thread, the, the, the thing that they all had in common, they all said it was the camaraderie and the community. Yeah. And I guess that, that's true for us. That's true for any community. Uh, you said, you know, being in the trenches, right? You could have like two, we had so many Marines and, and retired uh, uh uh, uh, a lot of veterans on the on the show that were involved and that have also been guests. And sometimes it's like I put two two guys have been on the show. These guys would never talk to each other. They would never <laughs> pass each other on the street if it wasn't for the military that they were yeah. a veteran. Like that, they're automatically brothers. Even like Marines are really tight, but then like Marine and an army, like somebody who was in the army. Like they'll rip on each other. There's always like the crayon jokes, like the I guess Marines eat crayons <laughs> and stuff. Like, right? So they say all so, but there's this camaraderie. There's this brotherhood, especially within each branch, 
and then you introduce jujitsu, and it's like, come sleep on the, oh, you're coming into town, you can sleep on the couch if you want, like, you have a stranger that comes into town that you're, like, inviting into your house just because of this, just, just jujitsu, but it makes them even, an even tighter community, so I know for, for me, especially when things are weird or bad or just tough in my life, Jiu-jitsu is always the constant through relationships, through family issues, through business, through work. Um, even if I'm hurt going in, that's usually my problem because then I get hurt worse. But going and for that, you know, two hours maybe between, you know, the hour class and then chit-chatting and you go out to the car and you go in the parking lot. You're still chatting with your buddies. Like, I need that. That's good for me, especially as somebody who works from home and most of my conversations are like this over yeah. video to have that human interaction. Oh, is great. is huge for me. It's huge for just my mental health. So, yeah. but it was yeah. I mean, that story was kind of was just like these older women talking about community. And one woman said uh, she was just like, "My husband died recently," and the, and these were the people that were there for me. It's like uh, mm-hmm. like okay. I mean, it's just on any level, just finding that community, whether it's jujitsu mm-hmm. or freaking you know playing checkers. There's yeah. Th- there my, are people my that mom are there did that with uh, tennis. Play She's got a whole no. Uh, with <laughs> no, no, no. With tennis, she's got like a whole community of older people. Yeah. That play tennis. They get together and and they do that. I mean, yeah. it's not super. Now it's pickleball. Are they doing pickleball, pickleball in California? Uh, my dad is an avid pickleballer. Avid, he's avid pickleballer, me, huh? Avid pickleballer. Well, he teaches. He he loves tennis and golf, and he teaches. Uh, he's retired. He was Air Force actually, so he's yeah. retired military. Um. He was uh, he was playing tennis a bunch with the kids, teaching kids how to play tennis, and then uh, with his friends he plays pickleball. Yeah, and he's trying to get me. I haven't played with him yet. My brother says it's actually pretty hard, but really? I, I haven't I haven't gotten out there. So is it? I mean, I haven't watched enough of it. Is it just basically like tennis with like it's like always is yeah. it doubles? It's like tennis. It's smaller. The paddle's hard, so it's kind of like almost like a ping pong paddle. It's yeah. bigger than a ping pong paddle, though. Okay. Um, but it's, it's a hard paddle, and I don't know what kind of ball they use, but it's a different ball. Okay. But it's pretty much t- tennis, but smaller. Is the net is the net also like lower to the ground? Right. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Lower, yeah. yeah. I have a I have a buddy. His name is Alex. He's my barber. He's I met him as a he's a training partner. He's been out. He's been a little sick. He's been out, but he's a barber, and he's been doing he's been doing pickleball. So I don't know how. I, I've had two people in my life that play pickleball. Him, and I'm in like this referral business referral group, and mm-hmm. our president of the group is always talking about pickleball. I don't know how. Maybe it was like I attached myself to it, but I started getting targeted with pickleball, pickleball Instagram has- posts. <laughs> now it was probably because I like watched one because either somebody sent me something, or I was just like, oh, that's the thing that they do. But I guess since I've watched them, now I'm getting retargeted with them. And I'm getting lots of so it's jujitsu and pickleball in my feed right now, so I like I'll send him stuff and it's funny like it's again it's a community there's like this thing around it and it's become this thing and it's like it's he's not doing jujitsu right now because he can't but he's playing pickleball and he's always talking about it now this is like a he's in his I think he's early forties like super New York like uh, <laughs> for lack of it like he's like totally homie hood like (laughs) he's fucking you know like straight off the streets of new york city and awesome guy and he's playing pickleball and i find that hilarious (laughs) because the other pickleballers that i know are i i understood it to be this thing that older people were doing is that not the case is it like everybody's playing pickleball now 
Uh, I think there's there's both levels. I think it's mainly older people for yeah. like recreational pickleball. Yeah. But there's also like competitive pickleball, which yeah. like I think there's a bunch of young dudes that are like, you know, yeah, just like, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm now I'm sending him video. I'm sending them both videos every time I get retired. I guess I'm just doing it to myself now. Now I'm watching him and Instagram is seeing me do that. But uh, you know somebody, what I wanted to go somebody back. Somebody said, let's make this hurt. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> well, talking of speaking of hurt. I, I, you were talking about your knee, and I'm, I've always been. I'm an advocate for jujitsu. I love jujitsu. I would, I'd take every bit of pain that I have and every injury that I've ever had and will have. Knock on wood, hoping not, not too many. I would take all of it before I stop. No, for sure. But there's this little part of me now, as I get older. When that mom asks me about jujitsu, or you know, a friend asks me about it, I, I I'm not so like it's not like I was before. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, come down, you got to do it. It's all, I still love it. I'm still saying that, but there's this little part of me that feels a little guilty. Like, just be prepared. You're probably gonna blow out at some point, and and, and well, you're gonna blow out a knee. You're gonna you're gonna tear an ACL, MCL, whatever. You know, your neck's gonna always hurt. Uh, your wife's probably gonna have to help push you out of bed as you get older. Like my wife, still, I'll be like, she'll lean noises. over and she'll kick, she'll push me with her foot. I'll be like, I can't really roll and throw myself, so she'll <laughs> give me a little push. If you're prepared for all that, come on down, <laughs> come on in. You know, for the, like when I see the kids, when I see, especially when I see kids like doing a lot of like inversions and you know they're on their their neck, and I'm just like. Oh, there's a little part of me that wants to say, I you don't you don't have to jump on this if you don't want to. I know for me, I'm just like, mm, man, I really no, wish somebody sure. would tell them not to do that because in, in 20 years, you're gonna be getting some surgery, man, because that's just yeah. gonna fucking hurt. Yeah, Am I was I just rolling with the 16 year old. I was just rolling with the 16 year old, and he's so flexible, and he's getting mouths and he's throwing his legs up, and he's like yeah. trying to pull him down and doing all this crazy stuff, and it's like, yeah, that that'll work when you're like when you catch him, <laughs> but it's just like, you know. You should have your flexibility and things like that, like your youthfulness, accentuate your technique. You okay. shouldn't have it replace your technique. Okay. So as long as like someone's like keeping them on the right track, like yo, like, like especially when like, uh, like when they cut through paths, like let's say someone's doing like a matrix and they like turn around and like try to one eighty with their knees still facing that way and yeah. it's like their head's facing the other way. It's like ah, uh, that might work right now, but you know, yeah. come on, you're gonna I'm fuck a, up your ACL. I am a horrible knee cutter. Because I blew out my my right knee, and I you know I'm going that way, right? I'm going that way, and we do a lot of we do a lot of lockdown. Um, so I saw the um, we call it folding the we call it folding the leg, but where you let go of the lockdown, but you kind of fold the leg. You you you're scooping that you can't oh, see my leg doing. Oh, you the outside? Yeah, there's a I saw a video the other day that actually named it and I and, and said the name of it. I don't even remember, but we we yeah. just called it folding the leg. Fold the leg, like like fold the leg. But like you're in the lockdown, yeah. you let go of the lockdown, and the outside leg folds their outside yeah. leg, and now it's an easy sweep, right? That's how I blew out my knee. Yeah, that's super. And, that's a super dangerous. Position. Yeah, people say it's actually probably worse than the than the lockdown. Like I love I all day long. I will I will. Uh, uh, sweet people with the lockdown in, you even do like a little electric chair. And my coach, like, you're going to blow out somebody's knee. I'm like, what? How? I don't, the folding, the, you blew out my knee with the folding the leg. <laughs> <laughs> you blew out my knee. How? I'm like, that's the one that's more dangerous. But we do a lot of that. My coach is like super 
awesome with like he's done like three or four fight to wins in one the same way every time like getting them yeah. get him into a z guard half get the lockdown or do the folding folding the leg and um when we do like i'm always i just go with it i'm just i'm not i don't do like the 180 pass because i'm like oh man i just know like if it gets caught, <laughs> yeah it's not but, worth it it's not yeah. worth it i did not for find, like a tuesday night rule i did find uh it was uh lachlan lachlan giles lachlan giles how do you say mm-hmm. his last name? Giles, Giles. Um, I saw him with, um, I saw him showing this move with a uh, a young superstar. Jesus, which is what's I'm, I'm like always bad with names. Um, he's showing like a way to like smash the lockdown by like just really like basing out really far, and then you put your foot in the leg and like kind of then you do. Now I do it that way. If I'm going to do the knee cutter, if I'm going to do a knee cut pass, I've got my foot holding their leg down. That's the only way I'll do it now. But just like yanking it out, trying to go while he's mm-hmm. while they're trying to put it back in, I'm just like, nope, I know where that leads. I know where that emotions. goes. But I, yeah, I, I still, going back, I still feel, uh, Craig Jones, what am I, can't, can't believe I couldn't remember Craig Jones. Lachlan Giles was doing that with a younger Craig Jones in like when they were still in Australia. Um, but yeah, so I still have that little bit of like, mm, man, yeah, just be careful. Like, yeah, come to jujitsu, yeah, but just be 100%. careful if you do it. But I do like my coach does tell the young guys he will still be like, get off your neck. You're gonna, you know, he'll say it right in the class. Like, be careful with that inversion. You're gonna, you're gonna hurt your neck. Like, don't do that. But there's always that guy that freaking like I do a lot of north south too. And there's one kid that just throws his legs over and then just tries to take my back and come out of it. I'm just like, what are you doing? You that's a cool like, move, but it's like, yeah, the likelihood. But if like yeah. someone does hit it, you're just like. That really just happened to me. Did anyone see I, that? All I'm right. also, <laughs> if it's, usually it's the younger guys that do that. And if, well, I usually just let it go. I'll let it go and then they stop. You know, like I let it go. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a nice little kind of submission from there if you've got their arm caught. And uh, I'll, just, I'll let it go and I'll just move on to something else. I know, yeah. number one, if I don't let it go and then we're fighting, he's like throwing his leg, throwing his leg, and I've just got his neck here. I'm like, it doesn't lead to anywhere good for him. Um, even if he I'm takes my back. I'm surprised your coach doesn't. I, I think that the knee's dangerous in lockdown. I feel like the knee's actually pretty secure in lockdown. Uh, I do a lot of reverse lockdown where I don't. I don't lock it down in between the feet. I go to the outside and lock it on the outside. Yeah. Like I. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, I do both, but I prefer the yeah. reverse lockdown. Um, I just feel like the knee's okay. I think when like you're in half guard and you like like uh, I don't know if you know Coyote Guard, Lucas Leach system. It's like probably when you pull, seen it. I don't know the name. Yeah, when you use your heel and reap out their leg to like. Like they're pull out their leg and like then you entered coyote guard. It's like I feel like that that part when you're saying folding the leg. I feel like that like, might be the name of what I'm talking about, right? You're like you're letting it go and you fold the leg out. So yeah, then, like, you reap the is, you reap their heel out yeah, away, yeah. right? And, like, yes. The, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then so they like, just call coyote guard. Uh no coyote oh. guards when you when oh. you sit up, when you're like okay. use it and then you pop up on their knee on your knees and they're like kinda over you, you're kinda like in uh side mm-hmm. to side and they can they can whizzer. Okay. Um but uh, that is like I feel like tweaks the knee. Okay. I don't, I've never like felt like oh I should worry about their knee when I'm putting lockdown on someone. Well, I know I've had this happen when I put somebody in lockdown, like somebody maybe that visits and didn't really didn't understand it. Um, they'll go, they'll try to do a 180 with their leg in lockdown because they don't know. They're like, oh my leg is oh, normally yeah, I just do a 180 here. <laughs> it's like when somebody doesn't know. Um, I agree. I mean, I don't feel like I've ever put anybody's knee in in a lot of danger but like like uh the electric chair like that's illegal in ibjjf like you can't do a lockdown electric chair pad you can't have that that leg on your shoulder yeah 
And I'm like, why? He's like, yeah, I guess like there's a, I don't know if it's, is it this neat? Like, no rip chains at the IBJJ. Yeah, there's, you, you have to let it go if once, once you're, you're kind of committed to the, to the, uh, I didn't know the, that. To the, to the, I, listen, I've never done an IBJJF to be honest. So, you know, my coach telling me, I'm like, oh, he's like, yeah, you can't do it. But you could, he's even kind of said, he's like, yeah, this one's probably more dangerous, but you could really? do it. You could do the folding of the leg. So, uh, so yeah, we do a lot of that, but that's always the one that scared me because, you know, once you, bl- you got a hurt knee. Once you blow out your knee, you're always thinking, I'm sorry, it's like anything. You're always on like, mm. like you slam your, your, your fingers in the door, the car door. You're always like, oh yeah, let me just make, okay, I don't want to say <laughs> yeah. again, right? Like you just, you just know it's a thing. It's in the back of your, your mind, whether, whether you realize it or not, you're always conscious of it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that's my thing. I, I'm just like super careful that yeah. the older I get, I'm constantly joking with my coach about like, I'm so gentle. He'll be like, Milton, calm down. Cause I'm always like a bigger guy in the gym. I'm still probably top three out of like the 50 male students. I'm probably one of the sure. bigger, heavier guys. And I'm just like, but I'm, I'm gentle with people now. Cause like, I know I don't want, I don't want them to hurt me and I don't want to hurt them. I'm still doing good jujitsu. Yeah, I'm just not going crazy. Even man, I love to put like a knee on neck, but I do it so gently. My coach will look at me and I'm like, I'll be looking up at him going, I'm not pushing it hard. I'm just holding him here. I'm literally <laughs> I'm like, not ste- like not kneeing into his carotid and like trying to choke him out from there. I'll use it as like, okay, I might be on knee on belly and they're, they're really fighting. I'm like, okay, get them to stop fighting. And you just put your, kind of really, I put the knee more on the, on the jawline than on their neck. So like I do things like that again, it sounds so horrible, but no, it is like a more gentle way of getting them to calm down rather than like digging my knee into their gut yeah. and like, boom, they fart and tap at the same time, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I, I don't know. I think my jujitsu has kind of changed like that. Now that I'm over 50, I'm yeah. just like definitely a lot more calm and let people attack. I still pull guard a lot. Let people attack. And okay. I tell, I tell everybody, especially when they're more aggressive, I say, listen, you're driving the car. You have the accelerator. You're going to, I'm going I'm to follow you. You're going to, it's going to be like this. You go up, you elevate, I'm going to elevate. You know, you put your foot on the gas. I'm going to, I'm going to put mine on the gas as well. I, that's just the way I do it. Sometimes I'm not training to go to a competition. I'm not training for, I'm training for me. Yeah. You know, just for me, my health, my mental health, my physical health. So I'm not like so worried about it. It's like, got to be aggressive. Can't let that guy get an advantageous position. I, I don't know. I, how, I, yeah. Right now with, with the knee, the way it is, you're still training or you are yeah. you completely sidelined? I am still training. Uh, not as frequently as I would like to. I was, I was doing two days uh, quite a bit, like two or three times a week. Now I got to stick to one day of like, of training a, like a day pretty much. Yeah. Um, we installed an ice bath at my academy, a nice. little barrel and an ice machine. So that's really the only thing that I can't like continue makes me able to train. Cause it's not like I didn't rip anything. It's just my knee swells up. Like yeah. I could feel it swell up after training. Wow. And then, uh, the ice bath, like, man, that shit sucks. But, uh, three minutes. It's so you know, rude, so good. and so bad. Right. There, and it, it just takes the swelling out and I'm able to train the next day. If I don't ice bath, I might have to take like two or three days off yeah. in between trainings right now. Ice is, um, but ice yeah, is your best friend to, in that scenario. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to get to there. Like I'm doing, there's a little thermometer in the water. I get it to about 40 degrees. Uh, when I get into the thirties, it's just, it's too painful. Like, it's not even like painful in my body. It's just like my fingers and my toes, like the little small parts of your body. Yeah. Like, like that just sucks. So I bring it to about 40 degrees, 40, 45. That's like my sweet spot. Um, I do like usually like, uh, three minutes, the first round and maybe like a minute or two, the second round. 
like get out, chill for a little bit, go back in. Um, and that's, that's been my saving my knee until I can figure, like, to, like I said, I got this MRI in uh, August, late August. So, um, right now it's, it's, it's allowing me to train and continue yeah. training. I don't, I don't do, I haven't done a nice bath yet. I'm a, like always telling people like, go home, cold shower. If, that, if that's as close as you can get, like cold shower, stand in the cold shower for a little while. My neck, I love that. I'm on my neck. I come out of there, whatever it is, it's, it helps. It's not 100%, but I'll also, I've got a nice ice pack that with like yeah. Velcro, like set up from CVS. Like I put it on my knee for Sick. five minutes. I put it on my shoulder for 10 <laughs> and then I'll sit in bed. Like my, ne- I got my neck crank recently by a, by a blue belt. And, oh, no. uh, he did a, like a little, what is it? Like he had a, I guess, uh, like a headlock, but then he, like he was off to the side and then he grabbed my leg and kind of came together, you know? And I was just like, he was like starting to like really like, get his arms together, pull on it. And I'm like, no fucking way. I'm not tapping. He's stupid. Ego. I'm like, I'm not tapping. And part of it was this. Ray, you know you did this. One of my really good friends and training partners, this guy Ray in the class, the, he has he recruited this kid. This kid actually, he works for him. So this guy, his name is uh, his name is Tommy. Tommy is looking directly at Ray, and Ray is coaching him on how to like, he's like, grab the leg. He grabs a leg and I look at Ray and I'm like, I look at him and I like, I gave him like, I see what you're doing, but we're, you know, it's all in, in jest. It's meant to be funny. And then he really cranked it. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not, now I can't tap because now my friend is just coaching his freaking, you know, his buddy <laughs> on how to beat me. And like, I no, can't tap. And I wound up like getting my hand around and I think I grabbed like his chin. I grabbed him from like behind and I pulled him off and he let it go. But uh, but cranked my neck and it's been hurting since then. So when I do go train, I take that cold shower, and after I ice down a couple of joints, I just lay in bed with that ice pack behind my neck and like kind of over here on the side and the shoulder. It's amazing. I can sleep. If I don't do that, it's just like yeah, I'm miserable. Bo, are you falling asleep? <laughs> Putting Bo to sleep. Did you get your, did you get some pics and videos? Let's do it. Um. There was uh, a yeah. there was this dude that put me in a kesegatame, which is like a judo pin, and it was like right on my stomach. And like and I feel like there's parts in the jitsu it's like, man, you can't tap. Like it's like, oh god, I could tap right now, but nah, there's there's no way. Tapping I'm from pressure, like the biggest the biggest no no, right? Tapping from pressure, <laughs> top pressure is just like you can't. I've done it. I've definitely yeah. I've I've like it's a big you, like three hundred pounder. If, if I'm, like, I'm fuck. If I'm tapping from pressure, it's going to be to a higher belt. It's going to be to like my coach or somebody. Um, I do. We have some. I have some big guys in my in my school, man. Um, definitely like two twenty and, and higher. I'm I'm under two thirty right now. But like there are guys. There's a guy that lost like sixty pounds. I think he was he was like over three hundred pounds. And I used to pull guard on when he was new. I used to pull guard on him because even though he was big, I can like I can manage get on my side and stay. Now he knows a little bit. Now he's learning how to like throw his weight around 60 pounds low, but still heavy. And man, oof, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no more pulling guard. So I just fight for the top. Yeah. Now. I make no him fight. With the, bottom. I let, let him let, I let him beat up other people. Now I'm like, go, you know, dude, go beat them up. And, uh, I'm also, what do you think about this? Like again, at 50 and I'm hurt. I definitely, I, I'll turn down a roll. I'll turn down. A twenty-five-year-old purple belt that's like you want to rule, and I'm just like, I not today. Can't you know? I'll, yeah. I I I will 
pick who I roll with. How do you feel about that? I've seen that online a lot. Like, it's okay to pick. I will turn down a roll. Usually not if it's a higher belt. I'll just let them know, hey, listen, my neck's fucked up. Don't, yeah. you know, don't crank my neck. But like a lower belt, I'll be like, next time. Like, uh, Saturday. <laughs> Saturday yeah. open that. You and me will roll. It's always okay to say no. Like, yeah. it's, it, this is this is your time to do what you're, you're working. Like you said, you're not working out for a competition. You're working out for you. So it's like, do whatever is always in your best interest. I was just at a gym where it's like, okay, it's time to spar. Everybody line up according to belt. And then then the first person starts picking, goes, walks down the line. He's like, you. And the next person, highest rank, goes down the line and says, you. And every single round was like that. So, like, yeah. you spar, and then you line back up according to rank. And then the, the highest belt picks who he wants to roll with. And I was like, it just felt like a little too Cobra Kai. Like it was yeah. just a little too much. Like, like I'm always, I'm always down with lower belts asking me to roll. And again, you can always say no, but it's just like, when it's like too formal structure, I feel like there's a little bit, I don't know. It just feels like uneasy when it's like, like, Oh yeah. yeah just my belt just means I've been here longer. It doesn't yeah. mean like, you know, it doesn't so, mean like, so when they were lined up like that, we're like, I would think I would feel bad to like go down and grab a lower, but like I would pick like the brown belt next to me. Yeah. At least on the first, like yeah. I'd be like, okay, let me pick. I would feel like a bully. The further you go down the line, <laughs> the more, but unless you know, like, well, that, yeah, that guy's a purple belt, but he's, yeah. you know, it's always like that kid that's been training since he was five and he's got a blue belt now, but he's 16 yeah. in the adults class. It's yeah. like he's been training way longer than me. So like grabbing him is like, yeah. you know who the hard. Like, how was that set up? What did guys do? And was it, was it like weird? Uh, so it was definitely strategic. Like, kind of like, like you said, like how you play the room. Like there was a, I'm a black belt. So I was at the end, the, the head instructor picked some guy, like one of his purple belts getting ready for a competition. I think, um, I'm the, the only, the, there's only two black belts there. And uh, there was one Brown belt. So of course the first role, I picked the Brown belt. I just picked like, you know, um, I'm not going to ask the instructor. He has to ask me cause he's higher belt ranked okay. than me. So it's like, uh, if he doesn't pick me, then I was like, all right, I'll pick the second highest. That was the first roll. We lined back up again. And then there was a blue belt that there was a blue belt and a white belt. I always try to like my goal. Whenever I go into a, an, a, a sparring situation, who's the biggest guy in the room. Who's like the biggest and the baddest, right? Like, yeah. and that's first round. Like that's, I don't like, I want first round to like, it was crazy. So I was in Austin a few weeks ago and I look at the open mat and, uh, uh, I always do the same thing. Who's the biggest and the baddest in the room? And then I see Nicky Rod just training in the corner. And I was like, I'm just going to go stand next to him. And then, so I do a round next to him. And then I need to make eye contact when the round ends. And I'm just like, you want to go? And then, and so we go. And then he fucks me up. Like, he's so fucking, he's insane. Nicky Rod is yeah. insane. This He's like a mutant, bro. He's so big. And he's just so fucking technical. And he's like, his wrestling is out of this world. And, uh, but yeah, that's like kind of like the way I like to do it. Like, who's the biggest and the baddest? That's who I want to go with first. Get it out. And so, like, is it get uh, it out of the way, or is it just like let's just no, like, I get it out of the way. Like, let me get this beating out of the way, or like, let's get this out of the way so that now I can just choose whoever I want after. Like, uh, it's, it's not it's, even it's a given it that the way. I should be going with somebody big and bad. Yeah, Wh- which it's not is even it? a get it out of the way. It's like I want. That's what I want to do. Okay. It's like I, want, I that's what the role I want. Okay. Um, uh, I'm a big guy, so it's like I want to see what what they got. And so, like the first round, the the brown belts, like when we did the lineup thing, the first round I went with the brown belt was like maybe 170. You know, like he's not he's he was good. He's he's really good, but he wasn't like super big. Um, like I'm I'm two two thirty two forty. So like I was a lot bigger than him. So like that was the first round, just out of respect because he's the the highest ranked in there, next highest ranked. Um, and then I was like, all right, now the big guys. So that was the blue belt. There was a white belt. And like people, people know why I picked them because those like they were they're huge. They're like way taller than me. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think like 
it, it, when they see that, it's like not a problem. But like, yeah, if I would have just went and walked, picked up like a small white belt like you first round, I think it would have been like, yeah, some like some some looks. So so let me let me tell you how like like I do it. So well, number one, in my school, a lot of times the coach will be like, it's usually like where we don't line up like that. So we're gonna drill. And usually whoever you're drilling with is going to be your first your first round. Um, a lot of times, I don't I don't know if he's just doing it to get a different feel look or he's like trying to screw people up that are like going with somebody that they think is going to be easy. But we'll be drilling and then it'll be like, all right, switch partners, drill some more, and then you're drilling. That second person is the one you do your first round with. So that's usually how it is. For me, I don't ever grab anybody. I almost never grab somebody. If I do, it's usually going to be the bigger guy. Once we get going, then like I see somebody that's not, I'm like, hey, I'm available. I always go, Milton's available. My coach used to go, Milton's available because nobody wanted to roll with me because I was always the bigger guy. And at least in my school now, I'm there's our two black belt instructors, and then there's the highest guys are me and my buddy Ray. We're both brown, so like we're like maybe like we've been around a little bit longer. I'm bigger. I've been around, you know, and they know, and I can go hard if they again. They have the accelerator. They'll know you want to bring it. Let's let's bring it. I sometimes I'll sit and like uh, even like uh, because we're going to match up. So when we're drilling, so because we're going to match up, I'll just sit and wait. Like we'll warm Mm -hmm. up. I'll be sitting on the mat and they'll be like, all right, pair up. Nobody will pick me. I'm not not smelly. My geese always clean. I sometimes shower before. It's none of that. It's like people like, oh, shit, he's the big guy. Uh, and yeah. definitely heavy. I'm I'm super conscious. I've, and I always joke. I said it before. Like, I am a teddy bear. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. I'm you know we're doing neon bellies. I put it on your hip, so I'm on the hip bone. So I'm not you know grinding into your stomach. Like I'm I'm nice about it, unless it's somebody that's like being a dick. Oh, you know, mm-hmm. goes back and forth. My coach does like to say, he'll be like, especially when we're rolling, he'll be like, grab somebody who makes sense. I just love that. I love that sentence. Mm-hmm. Grab somebody who makes sense so it's not the brown belt, the, the 250 brown belt with the, you know, the 170-pound white belt unless you're going to actually coach him. But sometimes there's people, not the brown belts, but sometimes there's people just like, oh, let me just grab the easy guys. I want the easy rolls and I want to beat up on people. And I know there are guys like that in probably every school, and sometimes they weed themselves out or it changes, but it happens, right? You, they pick somebody that they know they're going to beat up on. So I usually just sit, wait for somebody to pick me, and it's almost always as funny these days. It's like me and like the other big guy that's a white belt. Like, okay, let's chill <laughs> together with the last ones. And uh, but I, I I have fun. I love it. And then every once in a while, if I'm like I really need to get good rolls in today, I'll just grab somebody. I won't worry. I won't wait yeah. for somebody to like pick me. Yeah. I'm the. I we, we're not in a place where like it's uh, we're not so structured where. The lower belts can't ask a higher belt. I'm waiting yeah. for people. I'm the, I'm the, you know, besides the two yeah, black same. belts, I am the highest. I'm one of the highest belts. Come on. Let's, who wants to roll? Yeah. So I don't yeah. usually go around and pick. So I'm usually just like, wait, wait, wait. My my coach like has a the- whole whole bunch of jokes. Like, he'll be like, <laughs> oh, Milton, you know, grab the broom. You can roll with the broom, you know, or something like that. You know? <laughs> so uh, what were you going to say? <laughs> no, that's an experience. That's the experience of a lot of big guys, especially if they got big guy listeners. Like, man, just sitting in the middle of the mat, looking around, just waiting for someone to make eye contact with yeah, you. Everybody. You just keep I looking around it. the room like, you see the guy who's it going to be? Eye. Who's it going to be? <laughs> and then they make eye contact. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one of, you know, between – Messing up my leg, and when I came back, I was pulling a lot of guard. I always fought for the top, 
after my knee, I pulled a lot of guard. And I was like, oh, I, I kind of like this. I think that it's like when it's somebody that's a lot smaller than me, am I really going to just fight for the top? Let me pull guard. Let them work. Wait till yeah. I maybe get in a bad position, and then I'm going to work on my defense. I'm still getting – I am still getting a good roll in. I am not going to, you know, not get my roll in and get that that energy that I need to get out. I'm going to get it out. But I that's kind of where it came from. And then, again, you know, look, there are guys like that white belt, that same white belt. I will not pull guard on him anymore. I will get on top. I'll still let him work. I'm not going to beat him up. But I've even noticed, like, he's gotten more gentle. He knows – Nobody mm-hmm. wants to roll with you if you're just going to get on top and smash, smash, smash. It's just mm-hmm. not your people are not going to want to roll with you. And I definitely had my times where I was like, smash, smash, smash. We we probably mm-hmm. all done that. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't take it so I don't take it personally. Um, may, there's maybe one or two guys that I that my uh, uh, one of the guys that used to be on the show. His name was Mauricio. He's one of the guys that like from episode two. He was on for a while. Um, if Mauricio's listening, I'm letting out the the little secrets. He won't. <laughs> he'll wait. His like you you said like you go for the biggest baddest guy in the beginning. He waits till like the last roll to ask me to roll or to like I might say let's roll and he'll be like no no no, no I'm gonna be over here no 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 I got I got this guy over here gotta warm up he waits he thinks he thinks yeah 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 he thinks I'm gonna be tired. And he's probably one of the guys that then I go really hard on because I'm like you're avoiding me. And you're my friend. You're avoiding <laughs> me though, and you're he's let it out. Like I'm gonna go at the end when I think you're the type. But the funny thing is, like, I really like I try to roll every round. I I've taken a break. If like we do a full like one hour open mat, I want to like it's my goal to roll every roll unless there's somebody not available. So I'll roll, 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 and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not. <sighs> I can't roll. Okay, let me pull guard. Like, yeah, I get tired, but I still roll. I wind up kicking it up with him because I know he's avoided me. So I tell I but I, I'm saying this to his face. I'm like, you're only making it worse. I've told him yes, yeah, on yeah. the mat, you're only making it worse. Going. I'm going to go harder because you avoided me, you know, again, and we're friends and we've been training together for years. He's a purple. He's, he's about to be a brown belt. It's like, you're almost part of the club, buddy. And you're avoiding me, you know? So, uh, we were, we were out front in the, in front of, we were, you know, uh, after class, they were closing up. We were outside and, I said, look in the look in the window. You can see the reflection. And I stood next to him and I go, I'm not look I go, I don't feel like I'm that much bigger than you. Look at like you look the same. And then another guy came on the other side. He's like, Me neither. I'm not like that much bigger than him. And I'm looking, I'm like, Do you feel like what's the problem with rolling? Like I'm not yeah, I might weigh a little bit more, but I don't it's not like I'm like this massive guy towering over yeah. you. So I like tried to like appeal to his, you know, like maybe his ego, like, what are you like running from me for? <laughs> he great dude. Great, great jiu-jitsu game. I always mess with him because he does a lot of lapel stuff, and he's getting good at it, but I won't tell him that to his face. I'm always messing. <laughs> I'm always mess. He's, he, he's a good podcast that one. You, we, you know, like, we roast the ones we love. Like, where I really yeah. let him have it because I'm like, he'll, like, when he was first really, like, on his own finding, like, lapel videos, he'd have, like, the lapels across my face, like, just really, like, burning my yeah. face, and I'm just like... Dude, what are you doing? Like, work with somebody on this. Like, get some coaching on this. Ask a coach to show you. Uh, so to this day, I'm still messing with him on on his lapel stuff. We actually just I named him the other day. We have a chat open with a bunch of guys, and uh, somebody we were saying something. Lapels came up. They said something about him. He's oh, he's a magician. And I go, some would say he's a wizard. And now we're calling him the wizard. (laughs) 
Now he's the That's wizard, hilarious. the lapel wizard. So uh, fucking love lapels. It's like my favorite part. My yeah. favorite part of jujitsu is tying people up or using my gi or tying them up or like yeah. figuring out some crazy lapel system. Like I love that. I love I, that. I like it. I am learning. Was was never a lapel guy and kind of learning a little bit more. I'm like, wow, that's right there. Oh, I guess <laughs> I could do that. I'm a little bit more, I kind of, I guess, a little bit of what, I guess, my coaching was we try to do things sometimes at work either way, either gi or no gi. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he's always showing, like, look, if you have the gi, you're here. But a lot of times he's like, but I grab here because he's like, in my mind, it's the same move. I'm going to grab you the same way. Whether we're in the gi or in no gi, it's not like you're learning two disciplines. In his yeah. mind, it's the way he coaches us. But he's always, he'll show us, look, it's here, grab here, grab yeah. here, do this to fake him out, make him roll. But I've had that mentality of like, I've never yeah. fallen really in love with the lapels because I want to do things that I'm going to, it's going to work both ways. Work I, both worlds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel that uh, I'm... I, I love the lapel game so much, and it's probably because I'm a judo guy too. That like oh, my noki game is like non-existent. Really, like, it, is, it is basically I'm just flailing around trying to like out wrestle you. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know, man. You know, I get we don't we do we only do a couple of we do like two days of nogi a week. We have like Friday and Saturday are, are both nogi days, so you know definitely doing. The, we're we're open seven days a week, so then it's five days of gi. So, but I, I mean, I love it either way. I think it's like once I start going to Nogi all the time, I'm just like, oh man, I miss Gi, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to all of them, but in the past when that's happened, like go to Gi, it's like, oh man, I just want to do some Nogi. How's like, your uh, how's your heel hook game? Non-existent. Yeah, same. Non-existent. <laughs> non-existent. Uh, not scared to say. Definitely, you know, uh, have come up in a school that was more traditional where it wasn't a lot of leg stuff until you until you hit Brown and still like we, we learn a little bit. That has changed because of all the organizations that are around and how the rules have changed. And now it's just like, okay, we're going to work on this. We're going to work on that. Um, because we're not a huge, I'm, I'm making an observation. If my coach hears this, I'm not speaking for him. But we're not like a huge adult competition school. So it's kind of like we don't like, it's a pathway to like knees getting <laughs> getting jacked no, up. For sure. um, we are a... Uh, we're, we've become more of a kids competition school. Uh, you know, my coach has a son who's probably 17 now, 16, going on 17. And I remember I had a conversation with him, you know, I've been there seven, going on eight years. Well, I had a conversation with him and he was like, my goal is to build up the kids program, which we have a huge kids program for the, like the biggest one in definitely in our area, um, awesome. maybe even in South Florida. And, He's like, I want to build up the kids program and I want my son to like, you know, when he gets older and he takes his over, it's son is old schooled work that his job, he's in jujitsu all day long, every day. He's like, I want my son to have this, this team of killers. And that's what it's becoming. It's like all of these kids that are now, you know, becoming adults and, you know, again, coming out of the kids program and they're getting their blue belts at 16, but they've been training for, you know, for 10 longer than me. So it it was like that was kind of the methodology, and it was just like a, he 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 worked the long game. I'm gonna build it up. I'm gonna get the kids in because again, you know, adults come and go. You're older, you get hurt. Um, but he's creating these killers from from kids, and we're you know they, these guys are in like at submission undergrounds and or not submission undergrounds. What is it? Submission something. Um, 
this one. There's a whole bunch that, that are down here locally. But mm-hmm. like now they're in these competitions where it's like, you know, the super fights is instead of tournaments. But they're going to the tournaments. They're going up to Orlando this weekend. Uh, his son is, you, you talked about Japan. His son is supposed to fly out to Japan. They just flew out to, to Georgia to do an AGP. So it's like, it, it's worked. His methodology was there. So again, for the adults, we don't have a lot of adults that are competing. So it's, it's, he hasn't taught a lot of it. You know, we'll do, yeah. uh, we'll do a lot of other stuff. I, for me, I seek out the knowledge on my own. I seek it out. I specifically will like go on YouTube and look for something that's, you know, yeah. all right. I, I do a lot of toe holds. So like, what am I missing? Toe holds from where? I don't know if, uh, if you know, Jason Scully, mm. J- you know, Jason Scully grapplers guide. Um, oh he, yeah, yeah, he does the like fifth. Uh, the other day, I watched 105 leg locks in nine minutes. Like those are his videos, right? <laughs> and but it's just like super fast, and it's like I like going. Oh, I'm usually there. That's what I got to do when I'm there. I'm not looking for a full instructional. I'm looking for, I'm I'm eating breakfast, having a coffee before going to going to practice, and I'm picking out like, oh shit, it's right there. Like so, th- like I've been doing a lot of toe hold and. Uh, ankle lock, like looking for that stuff. And I feel like I'm building towards having a better leg game, but I'm doing that on my own and then secretly going in and like practicing that stuff. So right, <laughs> I'm on the end of the foot right now. I'm like super side. into to, to toe holds and like roll, like understanding where the foot is if we roll or we transition. And, uh, you know, a lot of that, like the toe holds also, he'll always be like, and look like there's a lot of like uh, calf slicers. Like if you're going after feet, like be conscious of, the, hey, oh, look, there's a calf slicer there as well. And that lockdown, there's a nice lockdown one. You can have somebody in the lockdown and reach around to the leg if you're or oh, under, and then you reach over the thigh. I'm like, oh, I love lockdown. I didn't know that that was there. So like stuff like that. That's how. That's yeah. how. That's been my education in in, in legs. But <laughs> heel great. hooks, I find myself again. We do so much gi. I find myself there, but you're not supposed to do it in the gi. But so like, I usually show it. I say I'll show it. Like let him know. I'll grab it and be like, I, I'm not gonna yank on it, but I'll look at the guy and be like. And then let it go and then, and then transition. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean that's us. I, w- w- in your school, are you like we've talked about this with lots of guests? Are you teaching white belt heel hooks? You know what's the what's the rule? I'm not in teaching your anybody heel hooks because like, I, I suck yeah. at them. Okay. Um, but uh, you know the Nogi guys, they they do it all the time. Like uh, I think to the, actually this week at the caves, all dedicated to the, the, like they split the class in half. Class is at seven p.m. Um, there's a the beginners class, but like the main main adult class is 7 p.m. and the mat split half of its gi, half of its no gi. So you always have the choice. Like, what do I want to do today? Both classes run at the same time, um, at least the cave. And like today, like this week, they're all working inside heel hooks on the no gi side, um, and then on the gi side, you know, we're not doing heel hooks. So it's like I'm always I'm always wearing pajamas. So I'm always wearing <laughs> I'm always wearing my gi. So like uh, I do need to go over to the other side just to get versed in the the heel hook game, but I'm just like, uh. have you felt like, okay, like as I progress at brown belts and obviously the next belt is, is black as somebody who's already a black belt, do you, do you feel a certain way about your own jujitsu? I feel like I'm like, I'm missing There's a hole here mm-hmm. and I don't want to say embarrassed about that hole. Cause I can seek it out. I can do one-on-ones and I could do private sessions and, Again, there's plenty of stuff online. Do you feel like it makes me feel weird? I'll admit, I'm just like, fuck, dude, I got this huge hole. I'm like, man, if I visit a school that's heavy on leg locks, I'm like, I'm gonna look like an idiot. Do you have mm-hmm. that feeling, or do you just like, fuck it, I don't care? 
I've accepted it. It's yeah. like uh, I'm there to have fun, you yeah. know. Like, uh, like again, like maybe if I was competing, I'd feel like that. But since like jujitsu is for fun for me, and it's like yeah. I have fun in the gi, so I'm just gonna keep doing the gi. Um, and then it's like I don't know, maybe I just like most people don't know under the people. Most people in jujitsu don't have a good understanding of stand up. So okay. it's like, you know, I've I've dedicated a lot of my uh like life to judo and stand up. So it's like I might have a hole in the leg lock game, but you know, I make up for it because I have the stand up. Because I can so throw like, you across the room. <laughs> yeah. So like I think I feel like there's like, yeah, you're always gonna have a hole in something. Okay. You know? All right. So it's like I've just come to accept it. Like, you know, leg locks aren't my thing, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. You're uh, reminding me of that Saturday Night Live skit. He's just like, you're, what is it? Do you remember that? Oh, you're old enough to remember, Bo. The guy that looks in the mirror and he's like, says his affirmations. Like, and you're okay. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> Do you remember that skit? Yeah, yeah, I forget. Yeah. I can't remember the yeah. name. It's the guy who became the senator in in, uh, in uh, Minnesota. I forget his name. See, I'm horrible with names. Right, that's the guy that used to do the skit. He became Wrestling a politician. Guy? No, you keep no, 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 no. You're not Jesse Ventura. Uh, <laughs> this like, guy became like a senator, and then he was the one oh, that God. like. I was about to be like Jesse Ventura was on SNL. What the fuck? Yeah, no, no, no. He probably was at some point, but yeah. he just says like, and that's okay. Like he does these affirmations, like it's okay yeah. to not do this thing. So, uh, so yeah, I, I, I have made a conscious effort to again. I'm not, I'm talking about it here. I don't go to my school and talk about it like, hey guys, I watched some tool videos. <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. I'm just like, I'm going to add it to my arsenal. And, um, it, you know, if I'm learning it here, great. I'm not scared to go to my coach. Hey, you know, again, I'm not telling him like, hey, I've been studying this, these toll videos. I, I'll maybe ask him a question about like placement or, hey, would you do this? And that usually opens up to like, oh, I like to do it this way or I do mm -hmm. this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, for me, I'm just, I'm going to seek out the information and mm -hmm. just do it on my own. And, and if, you know, at least I just want to, I want to understand it. And I want to more than anything too, is I want to know how to get out of stuff like, and recognize, oh shit, I'm in this position. What am I supposed to do again? once you blow out your knee, I, I for me, it just changed the way I look at things and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, just got to be a little bit 100%. more careful. And, uh, and don't want to do that. It, it wasn't even a, the blowing out of the knee wasn't the worst part. It was being out of jujitsu for nine months. That was yeah. the sucky part. I knock on wood. If I call, if I want to say I was lucky, I blew out my knee the day before I was going into quarantine for my job. So it was like right there at the beginning of COVID, like when every school was still open, gym was still open. A couple of weeks later, it was like everything was shut down, even though Florida, everybody started, kept on doing jiu-jitsu anyway. And then they kind of left everybody alone. But I blew my knee out and I was going to be working from home. And then, so I, it was like right at like Mar like March, right at the beginning of COVID. That's when I blew out my knee. So if, it's like, if it had to happen, the yeah, beginning of off. COVID, fuck it. That's when it happened. So, yeah. uh, but I remember that time. And the thing that I remember the most, I don't remember like, oh, my knee was hurting and I did this exercise and I did that. It was just like, oh, God, I just want to go to jujitsu. Fuck, this sucks. I can't get this thing out. I even, uh, I invested in a, I did a lot of like, just like, uh, always had a punching bag at the house. So I bought this like, uh, like a speed bag, like a, a reflex bag. A reflex mm -hmm. bag it was a really shitty one, but I would be able to like stand on my leg, kind of like keep it. I could stay up and then I would just like, hit the bag just to get something out. 
but that's all I, I could do because my movement was really shitty. So, but I could stand there and just hit this thing and just, you know, it's like the reflex bag is just going back and forth at you. So, uh, so like I did stuff like that, but I was miserable for those nine months. It was just like, when am I going to yeah. get to do this? The lockdown do first hit, it sucked, man. Like it was like, especially in California, man, everything was shut down, shut down. We yeah. even put like uh, plywood in front of the windows to try yeah. to like block out so we could still train. And then like the city was like, we catch you guys come like the catch you guys doing this. Like we're going to find you. So then they really shut it down. And then my judo coach, uh, my because I worked for the university, uh, trained with the university. All he just wanted to call the college kids to stay in shape, so he started doing Zoom workouts. Okay. I don't know if you ever did like a, like Zoom workouts. So he was yeah. doing like high interval intensity training, like hit workouts on Zoom. Yeah. And he had like this, like he put like a TV behind him, and he had like a little clock, and it was like, all right, thirty seconds, thirty seconds. And then he'd like he'd run you through a workout, which is great to keep you mo- moving. But he's like, I feel you, man. He was like, fuck, I just want to get back on the mountain train. What is going on with San Francisco? I mean, we, the, I mean, in the news, like it's like this craziness. Like the world is. The world, at least in San Francisco and parts of California, is like it's ending. The homeless population. What is? Democrats. You, That's you live going on, on. Hold on, hold on. Let him in. Do you have? Do are you? Do you live? You do jujitsu in San Francisco. Do you actually yeah. live in San Fran? So I'm oh, on like, the outskirts. I am in San Francisco. Like I'm in San Francisco right now. That's where I live. Uh, but I'm on the outskirts of San Francisco, like more towards. Uh, like I don't know. If people know where Daly City is. Like I'm on the border. Yeah. I'm still in San Francisco, but I'm on the border. Um. I feel like I love San Francisco because I don't live downtown. If I live downtown, okay. I don't know if I'd like it. Is it um, that bad? It's just it's turning. It's kind of turning into like Skid Rowish in some parts. But like, there's tents mm-hmm. everywhere. Like I, my my favorite place is Half Gracie, San Francisco, but it's in the Soma District, which isn't the best neighborhood. Like you literally have to walk, like look down the floor and look for like needles or sh- or human shit. Yeah, which is not like it's not the greatest thing to say, but it's just like kind of the reality. Um. It's just, yeah, I just don't get it, man. I really don't get it. I really don't get what's happening to the city. Half the businesses are shut down. Everybody's on drugs. They're just like, it's just pretty crazy what you can, what's going on with the the leadership here. So but, what we, so we, what we're seeing on the news is really happening. It's yeah, it's pretty yeah. accurate. But you know, it's like okay, yeah, the drug and the homeless problem is better. But gang violence is down, which is like there's like they don't live there anymore. Like, <laughs> when I was growing up in the city, there was a lot of gang gang activity in the city, like yeah. you know, actual like gang members. We're actually, I think, shutting down juvenile hall because kids are committing less crimes. Um, really? And it's just like things like that, or they're 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 downsizing uh, juvenile hall because uh, like crime isn't as rampant in the city in that aspect of like you know like gang member crime. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you have all this drug and homeless thing like problems going on, and it's like. You know, I, I get the city's trying to help them. Like they, they give them like there's places that offer three free meals a day, um, but the the free drug kits I don't get. Where it's like, oh yeah, get your clean needles or get your clean equipment here. It's like that part I don't really understand. Like yeah, they just like people don't want people using dirty needles and getting sick and shit. But it's like doesn't seem like you're helping them out when like you can just go to any like you know clinic and get a bunch of needles mm. to do your drugs. It just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Wow. Pretty sad. Uh, to be I, honest, I mean, but. it sounds, I mean, that's just like replicated throughout California, right? I mean, all the major cities, I mean, it feels like, you know, you talked about going to Austin, Texas. I mean, how many people, at least in our yeah, world, famous people, it's not a little, bit of, crazy, moved, not a little right? bit of craziness. Well, I'm it's saying like, though, uh, that they've moved to Austin, right? They kind of, right? We have all yeah. these like California people from California, Rogan, all his crew of comedians, everything that's going on out there, right? They all moved to, to Austin mm-hmm. to, to get away from that. 
right? Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was so crazy. I mean, hearing them talk about it in different parts of California, how crazy yeah. it was. How was how was I, it out there at the B team? I mean, now, oh, forget was, about the drug so side. Went, of just the, uh, that experience. I didn't go to the B team. I went oh. to. Uh, I mainly did. I love ghee. So I went with a group of friends. A group of my friends. They went to do like a bunch of Danaher classes or like the the what do they call their class? New wave or new wave? Oh, no. yeah, yeah, the new wave. The new, new wave, wave classes. At, 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 um, a, at a Gracie, right? At, at a Henzo Gracie. Are at a Henzo Gracie, Austin. They're yeah, still, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we had uh, so, one of the coaches, one of the owners of. Uh, uh, I love Gee, so I would wake up at like five thirty in the morning to take Nicholas Mergali six a.m. class. Wow. Six a.m. Yeah. or seven a.m. I think it was like six thirty. Forgot well, what time it was. Wow, to either one of those because I could never get up. <laughs> yeah, dude, so early. Uh, and like you know, there was like a bunch of us. There was like six, five, five of us chilling in an Airbnb. All fighting to fucking get in one shower in the morning, and it's just like, uh, yeah. So I would wake up early to to go do that, and then I would travel. Like those guys mainly did at Henzo Gracie in the New Wave. Um, I would went to Tim Kennedy's school. That was fucking amazing. Um, Cedar uh, Gracie who might the Cedar Park. I went to Gracie who might the Austin. I went to. I tried to visit as many gee spots as I could uh, in the area. I did go to uh, one of Gary Tonin's classes with New Wave. Um, but the time that I saw, uh, the B team guys is we went to uh 10th planet open mat on dude, the 10th planet in Austin, it's in where in the warehouse district, the place is huge place yeah. is this massive. And then you walk in and you're like, holy shit, that's high Samrita. Holy shit. That's Nikki rod. Holy shit. That's like, you know, there's a whole bunch of like top tier guys. And it's crazy how Austin has become this Mecca of jujitsu. Um, I'm pretty sure COVID, pretty much just because of COVID, like how the things trickled out. It was, if I remember before COVID, like I'm a marketing guy and a lot of what we do is about helping people like get their Google map found more. And I remember speaking to somebody that, was, that had a jujitsu academy in Austin. And when I did like jujitsu Austin, Texas, it was so saturated already. Like mm-hmm. there were just schools everywhere. Cause even like new wave is there. Yeah. Oh, new wave is there, but they're training out of a, you know, a, a, a Henzo Gracie. Right. So like, yeah, the B team is like the newer one there, but a lot of those academies have been there for so long. It was already tremendously saturated in, I guess in a good way. I mean, it was just like, you look on that. It was just like, you know, jujitsu Academy, jujitsu Academy, you know, like every, everyone was represented out there, which was, I guess it's kind of cool, you know? So, yeah. Uh, you know, Rogan going out there and these other guys going out there was like, they were just like really going into, I'm going to call it the belly of the beast, like in a bad way. They were just going out to places where there's just so much jujitsu already, which I think is really cool. Like I thought South Florida was like that, but that, that's really saturated, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And it was just, it was crazy to see like how many top level guys were just in one room, one open mat. Yeah. And it was just like, man. Did you get to roll with some of those, with those bigger names besides Nicky Yeah. yeah. I rolled with uh, Nicky Rod. I rolled with Heisem. Um, that we had a great, Nicky just fucked me up so like i expected okay i know he's a wrestler i expected him to grab me and like drive through me right yeah he grabbed my legs and you know when you're like you hold a kid and you run it you spin in a circle and the kid's legs are off their feet and you're like spinning yeah. them around <laughs> so he does that to himself so he'll grab you and then he'll fling his body around his legs are in the mm-hmm. air and he just cyclones you to the floor with the with the the energy and it was just like, I've never felt anything like that, where he just gets a hold of you and he literally just spins himself around you. And then you are you're on the floor like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Um, and Jen, then I, I'm curious, did any of those guys know who you were? Like, hey, I know you from the, you know. Uh, nah, I didn't tell you. I did roll with Heisen too. And um, we're, he's a judo guy. You know, he came up oh, in yeah. judo in Japan. He's from like, he grew up in Japan a little bit. 
Uh, he speaks better Japanese than me, which is freaking crazy. Yeah. Um. So we we I I like I like a lot of guys like they were pulling guard, but I was like, all right, let's let's stand up. I even let him know like I do judo would be an honor if we could just do some stand up too. Um. It was so sweaty. Like I got him towards the end, and there's puddles everywhere. Right. There's puddles everywhere because it's like a no gi open mat. And we both went hit a foot sweep and we both flew in the air. Yeah. Like, it was crazy. Like we both slipped. Like we both tried to foot sweep each other at the same time. And we both slipped and hit the floor. And we were just laughing. Like we were just both on our backs, just kind of laughing. And that was, so it was like a great experience just to like have fun with those guys. That's awesome, man. Do you think you'd be, you, did you travel before like the move of the day stuff took off? Were you this same uh, person bit. with yeah, this kind yeah. of traveling uh, like that? Uh, everywhere I travel, I bring my gi. So like, uh, back then I was doing like, now I'm doing a little more like inside the United States. I used to do a lot of international trips. Like yeah. when I went to China, I trained at Shanghai BJJ. When I went to Vietnam, I trained at a loot to leave race school out there. So I always try to bring my gi wherever I go. It's like one of my favorite things to do is, is go and see what the local scene is doing in terms of jujitsu. Yeah. So like, that's always kind of been my vibe. Um, do you plan ahead? Do you like very much plan ahead, or is it just like, okay, I'm here. Let me grab my phone, see where there's a jiu-jitsu academy, and just pick something, or is it like a little out? bit, a little bit? I just check out, like I'll check out the Google Maps and like see what what my op my options are, like what the cities yeah. I'm traveling to. Um, so like I said, I was in Cabo for my brother's birthday, and uh, and, my, and uh, it was very lucky that I look up the schools and I'm I'm a half Gracie black belt, and then I see oh there's a half Gracie in Cabo. I had no idea that that even existed. Oh, wow. And uh, so like going there and seeing like all the kids and have Gracie geese. And I was just like, it's a fairly new school. It's only been around for a little bit. He was uh, an NS Brotherhood affiliate. But when Leandro passed, like, I guess the NS Brotherhood kind of had like a little like, I don't know how to falling out, but like there was just no leadership. So um, he he started the guy who's running the academy. He started jujitsu and half Gracie Argentina. And so mm -hmm. we just asked his instructor like, hey, um, Leandro's me and Leandro like there's no there's no I don't know what to do with this school anymore so what do you think he's like just open up a half Gracie and then they have the structure we'll send you geese things like that so it was a little more structured so it's a brand new like it's been there for a little bit but it's rebranded as half Gracie okay. so it was a lot of white belts uh it was like one purple belt one blue belt um so I went there and I think I was the first one from like half Gracie headquarters to go visit yeah and so like it was kind of like cool like just to see like they usually I'm traveling. <laughs> yeah usually I'm traveling and it's just like you know it's just a random school but this time was like the first time I traveled to a half Gracie so that was really special um but I think I even have like this is one of the stickers from Shanghai BJJ and it's like this little army dude with the logo. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like cool to get little stuff like that and to see how they're how they're living, you know? Like I love I love I, traveling. I haven't done that. I know like my wife would get annoyed if I like you're you just uh, made your hit your wire yeah. again. Got a little blurry. Um, good. Um my wife has never been like a huge supporter of my jujitsu. She just kinda like, Okay, I guess I gotta <laughs> I, get, I get it. I get it. You love it. So go ahead, go do it. It's no big deal. I'll finally like be okay. But there's no way that I could ever. I've never brought my on vacation, on vacation <laughs> ever anywhere we've traveled. Where I mean, it was just not even an option. So I'm not even looking for places. I might like be in the car and find some. Be like, oh shit, man, I could have brought my geek because there's a jujitsu academy right here where we're staying. But I've never. I've never, you know I love going on cruises. I got married on a cruise. We oh, love. No way. We love going on cruises. I got married on a cruise. I want the next time that there like a grace there's a cruise and it's like open to any I'm going on a like that would be amazing for me. Now I probably wouldn't like eat and drink as much cuz I know I'm going to want to train, right? You know. 
Um, or more, maybe. You no, never know. Or maybe, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, go to ones, go, go to, go to like open mat the first day and not go ever again. But I, uh, I, I like, I'm gonna, keep, I want to keep an eye out for something like that. I know my wife and I had talked about it in the past, and she's like, "Oh, I would, yeah, like I was like, would you go on it?" She's like, "If it's a cruise and I get to do my own thing, I would go." But uh, yeah, like I'm, I, I know like the Gracies do it, and or even like these camps that you go away. I just don't know anybody like in my like affiliations of the people that I know that have done it. It's always like usually like the Gracies or like a bigger academy that we're not affiliated with, but they're usually open to having people come. Like I'm going to keep my eye open for that kind of stuff. Where it's like I'm traveling for jujitsu. I'm going there to do jujitsu. Like we're going out to uh, my team has there are a couple of girls we are, we have a probably more girl competitors adult women competitors uh, that are like blue belts and like really getting into the scene. Our coach Sophia Amarante, one of the the the, the uh, my coach's wife, who's a coach there and uh, a, a champ, a world champ herself. She's been training like the girls and like they've become killers. So they're going to Vegas. Is it the is it that world like is it World Masters? Masters Worlds. Masters Worlds in Vegas at the end of August. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to compete, but I'm going to go out for that trip because there's a couple of guys going. Like the girls are like, oh, they always go off on like a girls trip from that. But there's like one of the husbands and a friend of his. We're going. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming with you to Vegas. So I'm going to go to Vegas. I don't know if we'll bring our geese and what kind of training there'll be after a weekend of competition. A lot of times the, the gyms are going to be closed. Like everybody's like, well, we're at the competition. I'm sure somebody's going to be doing jiu-jitsu. We'll probably bring our geese with us. But that's like my first time. Like I've, this is crazy. I've never done jiu-jitsu outside of Florida. I've barely done oh, no jiu-jitsu. Way. I don't think I've done jiu-jitsu out of, outside of South Florida. I've only been to like a handful of gyms. I've always just been at my gym, not as a younger jujitsu practitioner, like don't want to be the crayonch and go and go train at all these until I did start doing the podcast and I was a purple belt and I was like forced to like, we were supposed to record in my school. There was a documentary coming, uh, a filmmaker coming. And then we, the AC went out in the gym. So we went to another Academy. So that once I got, I went there for that. Then I started going to that school a little bit and it was a buddy of mine and I started going there. And then that opened the door for me a little bit to train without feeling weird like Michael, mm-hmm. he was okay with. It. He actually told me he's like, you, you know, like, yeah, 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 you can go over there, don't worry. And once I got that first, then I was just like, okay, I could go here. That's still probably one of the only gyms that I've been to, other than mine, the ones that I was in. When I was a white and blue belt, we used to travel to the owner had a friend who had a gym, so we went to their academy one weekend, and they would come to ours. So that was our open mat. They all came here, we went to them back and forth every Saturday. But yeah, I've never, I've never traveled. I'm like, I, Miguel who you haven't met <laughs> every time he goes to travel somewhere, he brings his gi and like I, he has trained with more guests that have, like had on the show. And then he's been in their area. And he's been like, he goes and seeks them out and says, Hey, I'm going to be there. Let's train. He's had them come in and train with him or gone yeah. to them. And I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, where was I? Like, Yo, come <laughs> on, man. But uh, I've never been able to do that. I'm, I'm going to make it a point to do that more. And if I travel, Again, I think yeah. I'm going to purposely travel for jujitsu as opposed to like, oh, I, I'm traveling here and I will bring my gi. I'm going to, I'm going to make a point to travel for jujitsu, make it part of, of what I do. So now yeah. like, I'm able to, like, you know, and especially if you're going to Masters Worlds, uh, they have a thing called Jujitsu Con, which is oh. like a convention within the tournament. Like, there's yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, they have uh, seminars going on all the time. So like, uh, yeah. I did three seminars last Jiu-Jitsu Con, okay. uh, gi seminars, okay. and like it's in it's in during the like tournaments happening in the background, and then you're just doing a seminar. Uh, oh, I had Robert Drysdale, Leo Vera did a seminar. 
man, fantastic stuff. Oh so boy, it's like, so I gotta, I, I need to get in there and probably get some tickets and stuff. Gotta like, uh, do, like or, you just sign up in the morning. Oh, like, you could just do right it there, when you walk right in. There. Right when you walk in the tur- tournament, you just go to the seminar booth and then okay. you just write your name down. You're gonna be say, out there by any chance? No, this uh, year I'm not. I love that tournament. I wish I yeah. could. I'm gonna be in New York those dates. Um, my friends are doing a friend trip to New York. That's how much I've traveled and how much I know about IBJJF that I didn't really truly understand that that was going to be happening. I was like, I'm going out there. <laughs> I was going out there because it's Vegas, and I'm like, I get to go to Vegas to just hang yeah. out, like walk around with my Jiu-Jitsu Dummies t-shirt on and promote a little bit, maybe ask a famous yeah, person on exactly. it. Like, that's where my mindset was. But and Oh, and then I'll probably go train. But I didn't realize it was like that. That's, uh, that's good to yeah, know. Yeah, so like... I go, I go, I bring my gi. I train at, at different places, but I really love the seminars. I okay. love the seminars just to get a different. It's always some like world champ doing a seminar. Um, like okay. Leo Vera's seminar was insane. Yeah. Um, Amy Campos did a seminar, insane. Like, uh, just top level, top level athletes giving their take on on the same same problems that we face. You know. Okay. So it's just like that. I really, I really enjoyed the seminars, and they're free. Right. I mean, with your ticket, you just pay like what, fifteen bucks, twenty bucks to get in the place. Okay, and, uh, so once you're in for the up. for the event, then you can yeah. Oh, okay, the so seminars. You're not paying pay extra for their seminars. No. Oh, okay. All right. Even better. That's so, fucking dope. I love it. I love it. So you're gonna have a great time. And plus, yeah. everyone in Vegas at that time is like everyone's doing jujitsu. So it's like you'll yeah. walk around the strip and you'll see all these shirts. You'll see the ears. You'll be like, oh, yeah. my people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Again, I I have it. I'll I'll tell you off camera what's going on and why I'll be able to do that more. But uh, yeah. all right, listen, we've been on for an hour and 40. I don't want to keep you all day. Plus, I got to get back to the office. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to give anybody I was a shout ask you out? one go, question before you shoot, take off? Shoot, shoot, go. Who, who you got? Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk? Uh, it's funny. I asked, I asked this to our last guest. Uh, last week. <laughs> Can I tell uh, you why? Why I said Musk? Because so they be, they've been saying Zuckerberg is really fit. And Musk is built like a like a 1950s fridge. And I say, have you ever had a 1950s fridge fall on you? So my so this is my take. My take is right now, I think it goes to the person that's been training the longest. Zuckerberg seems to have been training the longest. I think Elon just really started training what in like the last six months. Um, not that he couldn't advance. Not it's that he couldn't use his fan. size. So now is it now also okay? Is it just jujitsu? Okay, because of his weight, he looks like he's a lot bigger. He looks like he's probably like floating around 250. I don't know how tall he is. So I can, he looks like a big dude. So Zuckerberg looks a lot thinner and smaller. What is Zuck under? Maybe what is he like 175 to maybe 190 range? Uh, this other guy looks like he's 250. I think you, you get a little bit of advantage with the weight. So if it's just jujitsu and it's ground, I think Zuckerberg has a problem. And I think maybe if Elon gets more experience before this. You know, I don't know if it's an imaginary fight happens. Now, if it's M- MMA, now it's a different story. Again, Zuck has been in training a lot longer, from what I understand. He's been throwing hands. I can't, you know, he looks like a white belt training this stuff. I don't, people have been like, oh my God, he's doing so great. I'm like, man, that looks so sloppy and messy. That's me. Um, I think he's, they both have a long way to go. But if, it, if it's standing, again, Elon does, I don't know. I've never heard of Elon training before. We saw him in a picture the other day with like Danaher in a white belt. I mean, if that's, if you just started, you know, you know, it, you got to fucking train. You got to, you got to live this what before you're going to. What a good choice so for trainer, it, Danaher yeah, versus Musk. I, I, I kind of think that I would say, I would say not because of their politics or anything else. I would just say pure experience. I would give it to Zuckerberg. Jiu-Jitsu and MMA because he's been doing longer. What about you? 
I feel the same way. I feel like uh, youth. I think Zuckerberg's got some. Some he's younger than him, and he just seems like a more more in shape. Yeah. I think the endurance is gonna last. Uh, but they both like if they both really set are serious about this and they're really training. It's crazy, you know. Zuck's got Camarillo. Uh, um, Elon's got banners, so it's like they're learning. Whatever their foundation is, is like top level foundation. Yeah. So it's gonna be crazy to see either way. But either way, it's gonna be a big fight for charity. It's gonna put a lot of eyes on. You our You think sport. it's really gonna happen? You're saying you really think it's gonna happen? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably gonna happen. Some, I don't know if it's gonna be like real, but it's. I bet some expedition, exhibition type of. You know, they're probably gonna have go out there with smiles on and just like. Yeah. I don't know, and then it probably, it, like you said. As you step on the gas, I'll step on the gas. Yeah, so. I, I I said this on the last episode. We we brought this up uh, with uh, Stephen Williams, who's a Danaher black belt. He does a lot of. He's like a big content creator now, but he's a Danaher black belt. And um, I, I said this is a this is from what's the word from what's like a like a person who handles your press. Uh, from a what is a, from a PR from a, a PR perspective PR, a PR yeah. person right a public relations Jesus I'm always searching for words from a public relations standpoint from that person if they both have public a public relationship like representative right that person's got to be those both of those people got to be shitting in their pants because this is a nightmare scenario if they really fought. And whoever loses now, Zuckerberg, I think with with Facebook, it's just a lot bigger, and people already hate him, but they're still on his platforms. So I don't think he has a ton to lose. But just think about the memes and the videos and all the shit they're already doing it now. You have a lot to lose. I think Elon has a ton to lose because, again, from I'm I'm a businessman, I'm a marketing guy. So from a marketing perspective and that PR perspective, with them launching Threads, with Zuck launching Threads being a direct competitor to Twitter, if Elon lost in that forum in a ring, Twitter's going to go, I, my mind, Twitter goes down the tubes. Nah. Even Tesla gets like a Too little bit serious. of a hit because all these other companies, right? But just the, listen, you would see a direct reflection in stock prices like for the winner. The loser, it's going to go Remember down because people are going to rip pie. on him and just like, look, Elon Musk t- like took a hit of a fucking blunt on Rogan. Nothing happened. And and his like the stock like they there was all this hubbub. Yeah, the did, stock prices like, went down, right? Yeah, but it just yeah, but, right. Like a, like, a that is gonna that would happen again. And like because there's this direct competition between Threads and Twitter right now. If he lost, Man. people would just really kind of like migrate. It's a po- a portion of the population would just migrate over and be like, yeah, Zuck beat it, yeah, loser, right? Would just like no, migrate really over hate to threads. Zuck. If they're if they like Elon, they totally hate Zuck. They would never go to threads. I don't know. I, I, that that <laughs> I, my my opinion is I think it's a PR nightmare for either side. Yeah. If you lose, just think about them. You saw you, you see the fights that last weekend with the girl that like ran across the ring. Oh, she got like she got dinged, and I think she was just like looking to like hold herself up. She ran across the ring. Do you know how many fucking different memes I've seen of that already? Like think of that on like on a grant of like a more famous person. Like yeah. that looks Perfect. so f- that would That's be what they crazy. Want. That's what they want. I, I don't think that El- I don't yeah. think that Elon w- Elon is like a you little bit more mean. engaging with like crazy posts about him. I don't know that I've ever seen Zuckerberg like answer like a really yeah, crazy post. This and and I definitely when Zuck did this and I don't maybe a PR person helped him do this. 
but I had a lot more respect for Zuckerberg when the Elon said something and then he replied with send location, which is a that direct, was great. That right? was fucking great. But that was from the Khabib did that Khabib, with yeah. Connor, and that was just like if he did that on his own, it was like good like MMA IQ like. He oh he's really watching and then he was at that UFC where they kind of closed down the uh, the apex and it was just like him and like the UFC staff so like those little things I was just like props nice fucking yeah. that was a, yeah, that was like an, yeah. an epic response to that to like feed off of something that two famous guys went back and forth well, on. So to that, be that's my take so that's where I'm at I don't no love lost for either one of them I have no favorite. I don't care about their politics and all that bullshit. That's because he's a CIA agent. Yeah, and he he can. <laughs> oh no! As long as it doesn't like lose in like a weird like a one punch knockout or they're, like they're running away from the fight, I think it'd be okay. But like it definitely can. Like man, I was just at uh, the Worlds and it was like, all right, this is the biggest jujitsu gi tournament in the world. But it was just like, man, why is everybody so scared to pass or scared to play top or like? There's always like depends on how they fight, you know. So like yeah. if they fight and they bring it. I think it'll be okay. But if they fight and they don't bring it, it's definitely going to be a pure Well, right. I mean, think about two white belts in your gym. And if you put them on the mat and it was just like, fight to the death, you know, right? You know, we know how that looks. Shit, that looks like that till you're probably a blue belt. Yeah. It looks really <laughs> mad, right? It's like really mad. Yeah, like you're, you, your technique could be so on point, but then you get in front of the class and it's just like, you can't lose. Go get this guy. <laughs> Submit this guy that's across. Right? We know how that looks, and it gets real sloppy. So you imagine two guys that don't really know. I, I saw Zuckerberg, like, flowing with, like, Lex, Lex Friedman and and some of it, it, he doesn't. They try to make him look good. He didn't look so spectacular. Like, he's a white belt. He's still learning. So imagine, like, two white belts. Do We know this. I, shit, I'm always putting out spazzy white belt comments and little videos and, you know, like, <laughs> just crazy shit, you know, because that's just the known thing, that you look spazzy, you look shitty. So just those two doing it, and then the pressure on top of that of, like, shit. I'm gonna who the loser gets fried. The loser has a lot to lose. That I don't know. That's my take on it. So yeah, no, hundred percent. But uh, listen, let me let you go. I gotta go myself. You uh, any shout outs? You want to say hello to anybody? Shout out your sponsors, things like that. Uh, shout out show your role. Shout out to anyone doing jujitsu. Appreciate everyone listening. Appreciate all you guys. Uh, you guys make it happen. Leo Optics. You said you are working with Leo Optics now too, right? You said? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, <laughs> love them. I bring these in. I put them right there. I put them back on. I go home. This is my. This is my. Favorite <laughs> pair. These are actually the ones that I wear. Hell yeah! Uh, the wood frames are amazing, man. So yeah, the- thanks, shout out to Leo Optics. Uh, if anyone wants a seminar, you can hit me up on Instagram, Yoshi underscore SF. Um, always looking for places to do seminars. So holla at me. All right, brother. Don't you know? You know the drill. Don't hang up because we're gonna come take some pictures. But thank you so much for doing this again, man. Appreciate you having on. Always welcome. And we Appreciate gotta you, get you to Florida, man. I'd love to do one with you here, man. Maybe get like a little oh, roundtable yeah. going. Get some other some of my other training partners. Have some fun with it. Uh, oh, hey, before I let you, how's Kurt doing? How's everything? Good, he's, good. He's, he's yeah. just he's uh just got back from Colorado. So okay. He's doing seminars. I'm gonna go train with him next week. Oh, very cool. Doing good, man. All right, man. All right. So thank you very much. We'll put this out next week. I'll hit you up. All right, brother. Peace. Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. 
The BJJ Box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. The Jiu-Jitsu Dummies would like to congratulate Neutral Zone Clean on the release of their newest product, a healthy and pH-balanced bar soap that's perfect for anyone looking to take care of their skin. This soap is made with all natural ingredients that help nourish and restore your skin's natural barrier. It contains glycerin, which naturally attracts moisture to itself in the skin, leaving it feeling soft and hydrated. The new bar soap also contains a blend of olive, coconut, and castor oils, and shea butter, which are rich in vitamins, nutrients, essential fatty acids, and antioxidants that help fight harmful bacteria. With tea tree and other natural ingredients, it also helps in the prevention of fungal infections. Not only is it effective, but it also leaves your skin feeling fresh and lightly scented. It's gentle enough for even the most sensitive skin, making it a perfect choice for the whole family. Be sure to check out their website, NeutralZoneClean.com, for a range of all-natural products, including sprays, wipes, and shower gels, and use code JJD for 15% off your order. Special thank you to the crew over at Flow & Roll for all their support. Flow & Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow & Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. All right, man. Always cool having Yoshi on. Very right? cool. Yeah. Um, he's super. He's super smiley. He never, goes, never without a smile. He's never, never like not smiling. Yeah, yeah. man. Great dude. Uh, like guy. I said, open invitation for him to come on. I'd love to have him out here. It'd be really cool to him do one Kurt, in person with him, him and Kurt together. We're fun. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do some quick housekeeping. Um, we'll keep it short. Check us out at Jujitsu Dummies for all the ways to watch, listen, and support. Right, IG. We're on Thread now. Uh, Facebook. On TikTok and YouTube, it's Jiu-Jitsu Dummies Podcast. You can find us everywhere. Uh, my personal IG is Uncle Milty BJJ. so check me out. Shoot me a message. Bo? At B-A-G-W-E-R-K-S on IG. Lots of photography stuff. Let's Photo tell them, uh, give them handy video. again. Give them handy. We're oh, going hand, to build handy up handy. Wisdom. Yeah, handy wisdom. Please follow and like at, and share. What is it? It's There's an at, underscore in there, right? At handy underscore wisdom. Very cool. It's really funny, guys. Check this stuff out. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. Peace, love, jujitsu. No. No, it's not the music. No. <laughs>